allow me, if you will, to take you on a journey to a fictional world that may just resemble your own. Colock, Washington, an amalgamation, a Springfield. It's familiar, the world out your window, but the one that you choose to ignore. Whatever you do, though, don't look away. See it for what it is, for what it was. I am your tour guide on this journey, your unreliable narrator, game master, if you will, your chauffeur on the cerebral highway. You, here at my table and at home, are my passengers. I may be at the wheel, pointing out landmarks as they pass, suggesting the area's best coffee and pecan pie. But you, my passengers, need only ask and I'll make a left turn while using my right blinker. I work for you, as long as the dice are in your favor. Joining us tonight in this Chop Shop Pontiac Trans Am conversion limousine are passengers Strawberry 17. Still cool as ever. And having... tie. Yes, you do have a tie now. That's... I just had it. It's been a while. It sparkles. Inhabiting the consciousness of Sky Hawkins. Welcome. Thanks. WWE superstar Xavier Woods. I'm very excited to be here. Bringing to life Agent Jonathan Blake. On the case. Welcome. Matthew Mercer. Playing Agent Simon Felders. Indeed. It should be interesting. And last... Not least, Hector Navarro, speaking for Agent Ben Rayner. Also on the case. Um, <clears throat> Sky Hawkins is also on the case. Well, didn't know we were doing that, so no, I just. We're, I started, we're partners. It's a yeah. It's our, I, kind of our thing. That's what we do. We're partners. Yeah. It's Let a partners us thing. Not forget the final passenger behind the wheel. Fate. My passengers have predetermined stats, reflected numerical die ranging from a D4 to a D20. When presented with obstacles, they will be asked to roll the numerical die best reflected by the predetermined statistic on their character sheet. Results pass or fail on a curve in this system. The greater the divide, the greater the preemptive numerical difficulty, the greater the result, positive and or negative. For example, if a predetermined difficulty is said to be a 4 and the resulting die roll presents a 1, the failure will be less extreme than a predetermined difficulty said to be a 12 with a die roll of 6. The former difference being that of 3 and the latter being of 6 brings the latter to the much greater negative impact on the passenger. If you have any questions... Uh, yes. Please click on the link in the live chat room. Oh, that's them. I thought you... You, you looked at me! Sorry, I'm ruining this already. <laughs> We're using the kids on bike system. Do my passengers at the table have any questions before we hit the road? Yes, I do. Agent Sky Hawkins, yes, how may I help you? Uh, how many tokens do I have? You have six tokens available. Alright, can do some damage with that. Indeed you can, unfortunately. Anyone else have any questions before we hit the road? Are those tokens just her? Just for her? Department C, Thank the rest you. of you, have 15 tokens available, split mm -hmm. amongst uh, you. Very nice. Very good. It's not a competition, but... Like. They're winning. Damn it. Well, if you all are ready, <clears throat> let's drive. Hello. 
and welcome to Colac, America's heart. Life is generally easy in Colac. The spirit of our small town is built around enjoying life despite our technological empire. Colac is like Paris. Art, music, and treasures of life are not just incidental. They are central to the spirit of our little town. This is a special gift for visitors and those who live in our vast green valley. Colac's natural beauty can be thanked to the peaks that tower over us in our four corners, shielding us from the elements. Spend the day at Crater Lake, fed by the ever-flowing Riley River. America's heart. Enjoy our historic Main Street, or take a tour of our world-famous Shepherd's Winery, my favorite. Golok prides itself in being a world leader in renewable energy and advanced medicine, all thanks to our most famous attraction, Synchroneity Tech. Many new families find their home in Kolak. Brought in to fill one of the country's most exciting genetic research facilities, many open roles. <laughs> Science is at the very soul of Kolak, unlike anywhere else in the world. Gated by nature itself. You found yourself back at the start. I am Laura Bennett. I say this to myself in the mirror every day, every morning, since I woke up here in the wrong world, with the wrong face. I am Laura Bennett. But that means something so different now things that I've done that I'm capable of doing without blinking. I look in the mirror and see bright headlights. I see Sammy's eyes going dark and lifeless. I am Laura Bennett. No, you're not. I look in the mirror and see Marcus and all the terrible things that everyone says he's done. They're wrong. I don't want to believe he's capable of any of it. Maybe it's genetic, and every Bennett is capable of horrors. If we say it's for the greater good. You're not a Bennett, you're a clone. For our friends, for our family. I look in the mirror, and I see more than myself, and less. I am Laura Bennett, clone of Marcus Bennett. I am the fallen star, their reckoning. I am Marcus Bennett.
So, I need to talk to you about something. I've been reassigned. Where are we going? You'll be finishing your training with Director Bill Freud. Okay, no, wait. Maybe I can go with you. I'm not supposed to be telling you this, but I've been reassigned to Koloff. Oh. You're still not officially an agent yet, and you have a lot to learn. It's best if you learn it here, without any outside influence. Yes, thank you. Alright. I leave tomorrow. What is... That's not even enough time. We, we still have to shoot the action sequence where I do the explosion in the background. We walk away and it looks cool and so yeah, I, was, I was never going to let that happen. You being a member of Department C is... Not necessarily about your qualifications. I'm overqualified. In a way. They're afraid of you. Because of my power? You didn't have to go through the same thing we did. Other agents, they are chosen. Not everyone survives that process. It's very dangerous. Your creation, your abilities, are a reaction. From what I can gather, when Rachel came to you that night, she had been harboring a great deal of Phobos's energy. She didn't give it to you. She gave it to the others. She was trying to spare you. There was something she wanted you to see, something she wanted you to experience. But she didn't want to pass that energy on to you. You could only assume because she saw it as a curse. But, in that moment, the universe reacted. Balance. The same amount of energy that was split between your friends completely ended up in you through Harmonia. Though you may be an agent of order, your power scares me. And I think it's important that you remember not to trust anyone other than yourself. Keep your head down, and you'll be okay. Don't do anything rash or stupid. Remember your training. And you'll be fine. And you'll be, and you'll be, and you'll be. Agent Skya Hawkins quickly tries to remove the cassette tape from the tray before any damage can be done to her most vivid memory of her now late mentor. No. Agent Hawkins, please roll your flight difficulty of six. Flight. Eleven? You very easily pop open the tray, pulling it out. Just as you start to hear it whirl as if something bad was about to happen. Jeez. Last night, at 11 p.m., Agent Hawkins was awakened by an urgent message. An envelope slid beneath her shabby downtown San Francisco studio apartment door after three distinct and aggressive knocks. A confidential, sealed envelope containing a memorandum addressed to Ms. Hawkins and three other agents. Agent Perry Bucket, 
is dead. What? In mere moments, she will have to make her way down from her station in the surveillance room to Director Bill Froy's office. From there to Colock, Washington. Her home. But it's not really her home anymore. She made sure of that. Her family has no memory of her. Her existence to them like an itch they can't scratch. I wonder if anyone else in town will remember you, Sky Hawkins. After everything that's happened, she decided to turn her back on Kolok. She had hoped for a brighter future for them and for her. The clock strikes ten till. Time to get a move on it, Agent Hawkins. As she makes her way to the old elevator at the end of the hall, she awkwardly bumps into Agent Simon Felder, sending the VHS she has unknowingly been clutching this whole time, sliding as it stops just <laughs> inside the elevator door. Watch it, dude! It's gonna be worth millions someday. It's million. My apologies, Agent Hawkins. I'll get that for you. Um, thank, th th thank you, S sir. The elevator doors close. You start making your way up to the top. The last time you were here, Agent Hawkins, was when you had accepted your graduation from training and your new position to forever sit watching other people's surveillance footage in the basement. But here you are. And this Felder's, Agent Felder standing next to you. It smells weird. Must be going to the same place. He was on that document you got last night. Wait, that's right. Why? You, uh, going to Kolok? T too? Indeed, it seems we're traveling there together. Yes, indeed. I like the way you talk. Maybe I'll try that out. Indeed, you going to Kolok? Question mark. This is going to be a very interesting uh, journey, I can already tell. Interesting indeed. <laughs> Before you make it to your destination, you stop on floor 12. As agents Rayner and Blake step into the elevator as well. Blake? Rayner? Felders? Felders? Hawkins? So guys, we're all going on a thing together. A mission. Isn't that cool? The kid's coming? Yeah. Is, is my the kid? Because yeah. I'm like almost yeah. 18 and I got a tie, yeah, so... you're very much a kid still. Let it be shown for the record, Sky Hawkins is only 17 years old. But like you round up once you go through things. A adults don't round up. Adults yeah. are just their age. Yeah. What if they're bad at math? My mom did that when she... No? We just, we don't have too much longer to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. The elevator stops. The doors open, leading to a long white hallway. You walk past the security entrance. They nod. No need to take out your weapon, Agent Blake. Just keep walking forward. At the end of this long hall, two wooden doors. Director Belfroy's office. As you open those doors, you're greeted with that glass plane that you know too well. That long, 
reflective wall and behind it darkness. Long shadows for Bilfoy's skin condition, of course. Mm-hmm. You all stop at attention just before the glass. The only movement through it, this collection of 12 circular holes in a small pattern to allow your voice to travel through. You see no other entryway into this room. Does she ever leave? Who's to say? She begins to emerge from the shadows, hunched over, walking slowly up towards the glass. Her eyes shielded behind sunglasses, a heavy coat. Excuse me. My voice. My voice has grown quite tired. Do you give me permission to share? Of course. Please, please. Indeed. Director Bill Foy nods, steadies her breathing and begins speaking to each of you, though her lips remain sealed. Agent... Agent... Perry Bucket was sent to Kolok to investigate interdimensional subject number 63, a being quite ignorantly referring to itself as the Traveler. Wait, what? The Traveler, based on our informant's intel, is believed to have found a way onto Earth Prime through the grotto after originally being believed to be banished to another Earth. That's impossible. By Clarity Anna in 1986. Miss Hawkins, you will have your moment to speak. And you can share whatever it is you need to share. We believe IDS-63 is tied to the recent drug outbreak in Kolok. The drug in question is known as Crocodile Tears. We have not been able to get our hands on the drug. But the effect gives me confidence that it's tied to Phobos's energy and was the cause of the fire at Kolok Washington VFD during the local mayoral debate and the much reported Crater Lake incident. You may or may not be aware that the young individual by the name of Michael Hunt was under our care after a young boy by the name of Tibby Devon turned him into a living pretzel. Michael Hunt was a young boy who was a part of the Synchronity incident last spring. It left him with impenetrable skin. Though we were unable to operate on him, he had somehow remained alive in a constant state of shock. Agent Perry Bucket vouched for the integrity and heart of young Devon. He believed that the drug must have played some sort of factor into Devon's actions. Agent Bucket, through investigating a fracking operation upstream to Crater Lake, 
found traces of energized flesh and the soil left behind in footprints of no discoverable origin. This led Bucket to believe an underground operation was in play, and there must have been some sort of incident that contaminated the water supply. The trail went cold fast, though. The fracking operation was a setup between the town city council and none other than DARPA. From that point on, Bucket was operating undercover and instructed to keep any findings to himself until a Loctite case could be brought forward to Congress. We have reason to believe our brothers and sisters in arms are secretly funding drugs that alter the physical and mental state of its users. We also believe that this IDS-63, the Traveler, is the key linchpin into breaking open the case. It should also be stated that the young Mr. Hunt passed around the same time an ominous message from Bucket appeared on my desk stating, The air has changed in Colock. Something is off. Since that note, there have been no more reported incidents of drugs, and its street value has all but plummeted. I believe Bucket was close to cracking this. Too close. And either IDS-63 took him out, or someone on DARPA's payroll did. The four of you will be heading to Portland Airstrip, where a Buick will be waiting. You are set to meet our informant at Honeybee Cafe in Colock at 1400 hours. See what he knows. Agent Rayner and Blake. Your primary objectives are to retrieve the body and all evidence from the local PD and return them here. We'll bring them back, Director. Yeah, got it. Agent Felders, meet your new partner. Uh, <sighs> I don't, I don't, I think I was solo. I think I, I think I would rather prefer to go solo. Dr. Bilfroy, I would have to agree. Yeah, I think we're better separate. I hear your concerns. But let it be known that Agent Hawkins is a Kolok native and has a unique connection to the area and its people. The two of you will find Bucket's files and continue his mission. Though the drug may be off the streets, the operation that funded its existence and the death of so many must be brought to justice. The two of you will have access to Rainer and Blake's muscle until you get to the morgue. From there, you'll be on your own. As mentioned in the memorandum that brought you here, the local sheriff alerted us to the discovery of the body, but has offered no information whatsoever in regards to Bucket's belongings. See what the informant knows, and then deal with the local PD gently. The last thing we want is another war in Kolok. Agent Hawkins? Can I trust that your emotions will not get the best of your judgment on this mission? Um, yeah, of course not. I've, I've gone through my training. It's like four, I'm like four months older now. I'm basically like almost 20. So I'm gonna... I'm not the old Sky. That's just what I'm trying to say. I'm not... You, you know that. I'm not. Agent Felders. You are the senior operative on this mission. 
I expect you to take the lead until the other agents need to make their way back. Do you have any questions for me? I will happily accept this specific mission, Director, and will do my best to make use of the skills of the individual who has been assigned at my side. No particular questions at the moment. Thank you. Definitely benefiting you a lot in the Kolok native. So, you know, just throwing it in there. <clears throat> we got your back, Felders. Yeah. Appreciate that. What the? <clears throat> oh my god. It's a boys club up in here. Director... Director Bill Froy just walks back into the shadows. She doesn't say another word. Wait. Bilfrey, uh, you Hawkins. said I was going to... Kid. Stop. You, I had something to say. Kid, it's done. Yeah. There's nothing else. The now tra- we go. Now we go. The Traveler, it... They can't be alive. She walks back up to the glass. Oh, boy. She places her hand on the pane. Speak your mind, child. I, I killed the Traveler. Uh, I went back to the grotto. I've, that was Rachel's contract. I I did what I had to do, and the Traveler can't be alive because I killed him. One of the last correspondents of Agent Perry Bucket mentioned that the Traveler was inhabiting the body of a man by the name of Justin operating as a park ranger just outside of Kolok. Not Justin. If you say you killed this traveler... How is that, how is that possible? I didn't kill Justin, I, I killed the traveler. I, I, I put a gun to its head, I, I killed... That was, that was the first person I, I ever killed. I, I would remember this. And this Justin is someone that's known to you? So these are two different beings. Yes. Justin's the park ranger. He's we're dude, but he couldn't be the traveler. You, I, I know Justin. So, the being's name rings true. Be aware that you may have a body jumper on your hands. Body jumper. Perfect. Jeez. All right. What is that? What is? Sorry, kid. It's not going to be a fun one. She retreats back into the shadows. The hell does that mean? Who did I kill? Perhaps during the journey we can speak more on this subject, but for the time being, I believe our uh, meeting with the director is complete. Thank you, director. Thank you. There's no response, but those of you that have been working at the department for a while didn't expect one. Through the darkness you know that your time here is done. And you make your way down to the local airport where you'll hop on a quick flight to the FBI office's Portland airstrip. Upon landing at the airstrip, you find that there's a car waiting. Uh, uh, excuse, agents, over here. Hmm. Your Buick awaits. Okay. All right, this way. Shotgun. <laughs> Sure, go go ahead. Who would like the keys? 
Oh. Nope. No. No, 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 no. I'll take those keys. Thank you. I Best driver we got. Driver's Ed. Best driver we got. Agent Rainer. Yeah. Can drive. You got it's slick. You mean the roads? Indeed, I do. <laughs> I thought you were referring to my nickname back Yo. in the academy days. There you go. <laughs> what? I think I can handle it. Thanks. We're from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. Been a lot of rains. Mm. Just northeast of here, if you catch my drift. The roads are slick. The water's rising. Take good care of her. You got it. Thank you. Mm. Good weather, huh? Brings good tidings. <clears throat> it smells just like I remembered. Smelly. <laughs> that, that new car smell? <laughs> yeah. You know, you? Well, since you initiated it, Agent Rainer, I'm going to have you roll to see if it starts for you. Let's and try. we'll just see if that happens. <laughs> uh, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of four. This should be quite easy. Brains. Here we go. D20 plus one. That is a 14. Purrs like a kitten for you. Like I said, slick. <laughs> you begin making your way to the northeast from Portland. Kolok's a short two and a half hour drive from here. <clears throat> Plenty of time for you to catch up on the need to know. Yeah. All right, uh, kids, so you're from Kolok? Yeah. What, uh, what can you tell us about the place? Uh, well, there's some bad people. Like Synchronity, you guys know about Synchronity, right? Yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad guys, bad juju. People lose their finger. Oh yeah, when they're born, and it goes into. You guys heard about that, right? There's things. I'm sorry. What? Well, my dad has a really cool bike shop too. That is something we definitely we can we have to focus on the previous the topic, one. please. Did you say that infants born in Kolak lose their finger? Yeah, Agent, that sounds very yeah. important. Agent uh, Felders, do you mind rolling your brains for me? Difficulty of six. Uh, that would be a twenty. Agent Felders is quite aware of the equivalent exchange of Phobos and Kolok, Washington, that a deal was made between Shiloh and Nah and this evil energy in the place known as Mammon, hmm. that flesh was needed to bring a group of people back from the dead that Shiloh felt he was responsible for. Now, Mammon could do this for him, of course, but it would come at a cost, as everything in Kolok does. To do so... For the next couple hundred years, every person born in Kolok would be born with only nine digits, each finger a small flesh payment towards the overall debt. These, of course, are things you would know. Mm. I do not clarify that. I allow Agent Hawkins to continue her description of the events. Oh. So then, like, what are you guys? What do you want to know? What are like the elaborate? That yeah. what? That doesn't make it. People no, just why losing would, fingers? People lose. Why would they be born? What? What is it? Like a, a genetic defect? Yeah. Is there radiation Something nearby? Something in the water. Something. Well, wait. What did you say, Felders? I'm. You use a lot of big words. Am oh, Fel- Felders didn't say anything. We're asking you a question, Hawkins. You, I thought he's. Did Felders say something Can to you? me? You, did I hear? Reading minds. Wait, what? I just thought I heard something. Guys, do you like coffee? Do you know of a good coffee place? Yeah, we we can get something that helps. My mom makes... Wait. Okay, wait. Uh, Yeah, there's there's some good coffee places. We should go get coffee when we get there. It will help all of our brains. Agent Hawkins, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of three. I don't know if I got a lot of that. (laughs) It's a three. Surely you can succeed without trying. Why do you do that to me? I got a one. Oh, 
Would you like to use some tokens to know whether or not you can remember the exact mission place that you're supposed to meet your informant at? Uh, yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you use two tokens, Agent Hawkins. Luckily, for the rest of the group, if they like coffee, your informant's supposed to meet you at Honeybee Cafe. <gasps> the best coffee and milkshakes around. Honeybee Cafe. The best coffee and milkshakes around. Oh, okay. It's quite good. I think you're going to be very impressed. I know San Francisco has a lot to offer, but Kolak is unlike any other. Perfect. Now, going to this coffee shop, are we going to be able to talk to anybody there? Of yes. Are the, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys said the coffee. The informant is supposed to meet us. There. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. That works out well. Yeah, yeah. How long is this commute to get to this coffee shop? The... To from where we're from at, where, yeah, right here on the road, right here. We're in Portland, so isn't like Colac like two hours away? Okay. And we'll say at this point, you've already been on the road for a good forty-five minutes, and 45 we've gotten no out. information out of Hawkins. This is painful. Well, what do you want to know? You're not even asking me specific questions. We're, oh boy, Agent well, Hawkins, you mentioned this Justin figure. Yeah. yeah. What can you tell us about the last known meeting with this individual? This park ranger. And try to, try to trim the unimportant stuff if you can. don't like your tone. Well, we just don't need to know about the coffee. Yeah. Okay. Well, Justin's just like a regular dude. He's, he's a park ranger. When I had met him, he was just, you know, wandering around the park. He, he's very unsuspecting. Roll your brains for me, Agent Hawkins. Difficulty of five. Six. It's up to you on whether or not you would like to share with them your last recollection of Hawkins from the town of Undecided, a world somewhere else in the multiverse, the place where you got your powers themselves. It's up to you whether or not you want to share with the rest of the group that it was the Traveler himself that gave you those powers through your demand. Though you did supposedly kill the individual, Justin was just a man, a man helping a friend, but he didn't walk out of the grotto alive, apparently. Okay. Maybe Justin was a little bit weirder than what I'm leading on. Okay, to. there. Yeah. There so go. yeah. So yeah. Well, you guys aren't really nice to me, so why am I going to give you my secrets? You know. So it's I'm a little it's tense. Your job, and we're your coworkers. Oh, we're coworkers. It's like yeah. partners. We're all partners. Well, no, co-workers, not partners. partners. Blake yeah. and I are partners. Yeah, okay. technically partner, but uh, technically, I'll take it. Uh, Listen, here, here's here's the thing. My thought is that we've all been a part of the agency for quite a while. Yeah. We know that you Got get it. some flack for being young because people see youth as inexperienced, as immaturity. Oh. So coming on this mission with us is going to help your cred in the bureau a little bit. But we're yeah. going to need you to, give to you. help us. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, okay. Well then, Agent Hawkins, it's up to you on whether or not you want to share that Justin was the leader of a militia that was taking down the Traveler themselves. It's all up to you, of course, on how much you want to share. Justin? Justin? He, he kind of, there was some weight to his name. He, he, he was, he was a leader of sorts. He was, he was trying to take down the Traveler. That's why it doesn't make sense. He was trying to take down the Traveler? Yeah. And then the Traveler body jumped into Justin, and then you killed Justin? Is that no, what happened? No, I killed, I... I killed the Traveler. I guess the Traveler body jumped into Justin? 
Miss Hawkins would remember at the time of that incident, the traveler was inhabiting the body of an 18-year-old girl that she blew the brains out of. So when you say kill the traveler, what form was the traveler in when you killed it? Uh, it was like a, it was a girl. It was a, just a person, an 18-year-old girl. They were, they were in a human body. So, so I, I thought Justin was good. I, I didn't know about body jumping. I thought I was doing what I needed to do. I thought I was, I thought I was doing good. We're not here to judge your actions. No. I remember when I learned about body jumping. Oh. Messes with your head. Mm-hmm. How do you kill them, body jumpers? Well, that's with, what we'll hopefully find with, out. with effort and a plan and a lack of bodies for them to escape into. Mm. Bingo. Agent Ben Rayner, roll ah. your brains for me. Difficulty of twelve. You got it. I got a 17. Agent Rayner has had a run-in with one of these body jumpers before. (laughs) One of these interdimensional subjects. Run-in, to put it lightly. (laughs) He has some experience in the field that actually makes him quite suited to capture one. You've killed a body jumper before? Yeah, I never said killed. Oh, you had to capture them. Yeah, I didn't know about you dealing with a body jumper. That was before we were assigned together, yeah. I just found out, too. Yeah, okay. I don't like to talk about it much, but I figured since we're all sharing to kind of echo what Hawkins was dealing with, uh, one of my earliest kills. You know, the kind that you cannot easily forget. And um, I'm very sad to report that there were some innocent people caught in that crossfire. That's why I don't like to really talk about it too much, Blake. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course, of course. And it hasn't really come up since, until today. New body jumper. New mission. A body jumper can only jump bodies if it, they're killed? Is that how that works, or do you know? Agent Rainer, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of eight. Sixteen. You would know that, in fact, that's not necessarily the case. Right. If they have the energy and they have the means, they can move at will. Though it does take a lot out of them, so they mm-hmm. don't like to do it too often. Mm-hmm. It calls too much attention to right. itself. Just go ahead and relay all of that information. A lot of misconceptions about body jumpers, but it doesn't take that much. It's just as long as they've got that effort. They don't have to be on death's bed or anything, so... So most likely, Traveler jumped right before you pulled the trigger. That's right. Did I just... Then who did I kill? Apparently that young girl, Ms. Hawkins. We can, uh... We can just get to Colock and get you some coffee. Oh, yeah. no... Why don't you tell us more about that Colac coffee? Good thinking, yeah. Blake. Good thinking. Um, <clears throat> what else can you tell us about the, this town? You're you're coffee. from here. Yeah. Uh, my my um my so your, your dad, dad had a bike shop. He's a bike shop. Cool. Great, yeah. great. Awesome. And and there's bike paths set up all around Cola mm. uh, that I've been I've I've been giving I like set up a you know unanimous donation thing where I I send it to my the money to my dad and they, do you mean anonymous? That that's what I said. Pretty sure he said unanimous. So this wouldn't make too much sense to you. Why would she have to make it anonymous if she was giving these donations, of course? Seems like there's something to do with her family not knowing. Mm. Mm. So we can take... uh, I've never seen them in person, so there's like all the bike paths that my dad always wanted to have um, made, but we never had the money for it, so that's going to be really cool. Uh, Since since your parents have been living there and you've moved away, uh, do you think we might be able to talk to them Get some information about the town. Oh, uh, you guys can. Wait, wait, maybe I can. Yeah, that would, that would actually be great, considering you have a relationship with them. They are your parents. Well, actually, maybe I don't want to do that, actually. 
They don't. Mm. They don't remember me. Um. So yeah, there was a thing. I. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about my friends. Did mm. I tell you about my friends? No. I have friends! I have friends who- I know, surprising, right? I have some friends who have some pretty dope powers. There's Billy, there's Mickey, um, there's, uh, Imbeth, she's- How many other friends. children, people, young people of Kolak also seem to have abilities? Well, when I left, I think I remember- I think I remember everyone had powers when I left? There was, there was quite a lot of people. It's a weird thing that had happened. It's good information. Right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Vital, I would say. Agent Hawkins, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of six. Seven. You might want to clarify that when you meant everyone, you meant all of your friends. That's right. Ah, uh, wait, wait, hang on. Oh, this gets confusing because I was in the future and then went back in time and I saved things. So everyone did at one point, but not during this timeline, have po powers. Only my friends do. Now, for the rest of you in this car, this is all coming as quite a shock, because all of you know about this Agent Hawkins and the special care that Agent Perry Bucket had put into her. Yeah. You've heard the stories of the girl in Kolok who was some sort of balance from Harmonia. The rest of you went through a very hard, difficult process to access your abilities by going to the opposite side of the world and touching that rock. She did not. Harmonia gifted them to her. To balance what, though? The strange thing about all the things you know about Miss Hawkins is everything she's telling you now is new information. And it's becoming clear to you that it's quite possible that Agent Perry Bucket did not share a lot with uh -oh. the department. Uh, I thought you guys knew that. Is that not? Is that news? Yeah, it yeah. It, there's a lot happening, a lot, a lot coming from you right now. That's uh, it's good to know. Oh, good to know. But if you have anything else, as well, just anything that even if you think that it's ridiculous that we don't need to know, we probably do. Agent Hawkins, specifically, um, could you let us know about the final time that you and Agent Bucket had met? Yeah. Was there anything that he had shared that would be possibly linked to his current um, passing? Oh, that's the thing. He was going to come back and I would have been, uh, had, had graduated by then. So he, he was planning on coming back. He was just going to do his routine thing, just checking in. He didn't like tell me too much. Agent Hawkins remembers well, actually, that Bucket didn't tell her anything about his mission. He kept that a secret from her as well. I mean, he's kind of a quiet person, or he, w he was a quiet... You, you mentioned his routine. What do you know about his routine? Not much. Hmm. You don't... You know, you know Bucket, you ask him questions and he doesn't answer. He does that a lot. But, yeah, I... I'm just as shocked as you guys. I don't know who could have done this. I, I hate to be this uh, blunt to a 17-year-old agent in the field who just lost your mentor. Partner. Sure, whatever. Um, yeah. But he was your mentor for a reason. He took you under his wing for a reason. you got to give us something. Sure, we could ask him something in the hallway, and yeah, like you said, he's tough to read and he wouldn't give you anything, but you've got to know something. Just think. Now, as you say this, Agent Rayner, your attention for just a moment starts to fade 
For in front of you are these large, overwhelming storm clouds. And you start to notice to the right and the left of the road, the single road that goes into Colock. Now another interesting thing about Colock, Washington that you all would know, it's in a way a peninsula guarded by the mountains that surround them, one road in, one road out. And as you get closer to Colock, Washington, the water on both sides of this road rises ever higher, floods. Surprising to you, of course, you'd think you would have heard about this, but in fact, you have not, and there was no flooding in the surrounding areas, but it's there, and the water is continuing to rise. Is, uh, is this water going to stop at some um, point? Um, you know, sometimes things are really weird here in Kolok. It's kind of unexplained. What's the elevation level of Kolok? Um, I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? All right, fair enough. Does this look drivable to you, Agent uh, Rainer? Slick. I, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to see if I can find a safe place. I can always drive. We're no. no. Just let him. Mm -mm. Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of 15. A, uh, a 7. A 7. A 7. You have an opportunity here, Department <clears throat> C. You can power through these slick roads. The rain coming down ever harder... You would need to use some tokens to do so, mm. to get you up to that 15. Otherwise, suffer the consequences and see what happens. <laughs> what Blake, would you like to do? What do you think? <sighs> you know what? You're driving. We call you slick for a reason. That's right, Blake. I think you can get us through this. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think I so. I think I can, Cool, too. I very... Oh, well, I think I want to walk. Hey, I don't even want to be in this car anymore. A little, a little rain never hurt anybody, right? <laughs> so you would like to take that failure? Yeah. No. No. Do I have another option? You said I you could use the tokens. tokens. Oh, of course I would like to use you the tokens. You would like to use the tokens. To make it as much of a success as possible. God. Okay, great. And you said we've got 15 at our You use, have 20. Correct? 20 now. Mm -hmm. So if this is a 7, and you said the difficulty was 15. 15, correct. Then I need to borrow 8 of those 20? Is that what you would like to do? Can I go beyond that? If you go to too much further beyond it, you could arrive at your destination immediately, if you like, if you would like to succeed much greater. Um, That's up to you, of course. Let's see. Out of these 20 tokens, Math. I need... I'm going to use... 12 tokens. We're going to use 12 tokens. So you would like to succeed with a total of 4. Which is yes. nearly a critical success. But I would say that that is... I'm not pushing it. Quite. That's a good push. Thanks. That's a good push. <clears throat> Great job, Slick. Hey, no problem. Just whipping it. <laughs> Everybody hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slick whips it through the mountainous roads on the way to Colock, Washington. <clears throat> the Slick mountainous roads. The closer you get to town, as I said, the waters continue to rise. But just at the outside of town, the two towers that you drive through, the clouds break. A nice piece of sunrise. But you do notice, as you look around the town, the floods are doing them in. Now you had heard, or at least you'd seen in the memorandum, that the sheriff said something about Bucket's car being pushed by the floods down into the lake. Maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe not. 
And as you start making your way into town, this small mountainous town, towards the Honeybee Cafe, you start to see that some of these outlets on the street, the sewer drains, are in fact flooding over. The water level in the town continuing to rise. Is this part normal? No. No. It wasn't like this when I left. I don't... I don't know. Hell of a rainy season. Yeah. All right. Take us to the cafe. I'm going to look for the uh, safest place to park at this cafe. Maybe there's a little, uh, you know, side street or something that's kind of up on an incline that can just put us a little bit above this... um, Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of five. You got it. Here you go. Piece of cake. Twelve. As expected, you drive to the opposite side of town towards the Honeybee Cafe, make a right turn and move just up the hill, the cafe residing down below. As you all get out and make your way down to the cafe, it's hard not to get noticed, the four of you. You're making quite the statement in Kolok. A lot of the locals stare as you walk past and make your way inside. This cafe, old, brown, to you, Miss Sky Hawkins, it's like a warm glove. Mm. It's been a while. The memories you have, sharing moments with friends inside these booths. The windows wrap all the way around. A good vantage point, basically. On the back side, towards the kitchen, is up the hill. Be hard for anyone to get a jump on you. As you enter, the bell dings. And you hear a couple people from behind the counter. Hey! A woman walks forward. What? You want some coffee? Have a seat over there in the booth. Thank you. I believe there's someone waiting for you. Oh. Mm. Perfect. You see two individuals' heads sitting in the aisle, not in the booth. They've pulled up chairs. Their backs turned. So we're thinking one of these guys is the informant? Uh, If they're waiting for us, they they must be. All right. Uh, Coffee? Coffee, please. All right. Four coffees? Four coffees and a biscuit, please. A biscuit? Mm-hmm. Just a biscuit? Just a singular you biscuit. You want some butter on that biscuit? No, just a biscuit. Jelly? Just a biscuit. Jam? You want a piece of pie? Only. What about some bacon and eggs? Biscuit, please. Just a biscuit. Just a singular biscuit. I'll take all those things Same. All, all together. In a bowl? Yeah. It, could you put them all in a blender first, actually, in and then a bowl like that and bowl. just a spoon? I'll just do it so in you a want bowl. The, you want the biscuit, you want the bacon, you want the eggs, you want it all blended? Yes. But I want it. I want it in just on a plate. I'll take yeah, one. Kids gotta eat too. Please, sir. Would you like anything really strange? I'm fine, thank you. Coffee, coffee. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You said all this. Okay, offer, I thought that was a special. I, yeah. She ushers you towards your seat. People are weird here, man. Yeah, I can see. People. As the four <clears throat> of you sit down in the booth, the two individuals standing on their side, a little frightened. By your side. Miss Hawkins, you recognize one of them. Strangely, immediately. Stevie Baker. Billy Baker's father. He makes eye contact with you. I... I... I I know you, right? Do you? Hmm. Agent Felders. Stevie Baker. Pleasure. Agent Blake. Uh, Stevie. Baker. Agent Rayner. Stevie. Baker. Uh. uh this is Blind Earl. He looks up in the distance. Hello? Uh, I'm Earl. 
Nice Mor to meet you, Earl. Morning, Earl. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you all. So, Stevie, are you uh, an old family friend of... Agent, uh, sorry, uh, Sky Hawkins here? Um, she's an agent? Yes. Yeah. I, I swear. I was friends with Billy, sort of. Maybe that's where you remember me. Why am I having such a hard time placing Hawkins? Yeah. Hawkins don't have a have a little. They don't have a girl. Oh, actually, you don't know me. That I know. I swear, I've seen you before, but. Well, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <sighs> don't stress yourself too much on it. We have some questions, not a lot of time to get to it. Right. Right, I was told you all were coming. I heard the news this morning. Bucket was... Well, he was a good man. He is yeah. a good man. What kind of uh, work were you doing with him? Uh, I never really worked with Bucket directly. It was always... Um, uh, butterscotch? Really? Uh, I'm sorry. Butterscotch? Agent Butterscotch. Butterscotch and Bucket. That's like a thing. Who's or was. It was like a... Wait, I shouldn't be... This is... Bucket would be very upset if I was telling you guys this stuff. But just... It's an old fling. Well, <laughs> like, I... That's crazy. It's an old girlfriend of his? Sure. Sure. Uh, uh, no, Butterscotch is a, uh, is a very large man. All right. Old boyfriend of his? Yeah. Okay. Is he around here still? Oh, Bucket's gay? Yeah, you didn't know? Wait, I don't oh, know if I that's had no public idea. or not. So. I don't think it's public. Oh, anyway, anyway, right, anyway. Yeah. More, more importantly, is Butterscotch around here? N no, okay. no, no. I haven't had contact with Butterscotch in a while. I just, I got a, I got a memo this morning that I should be here to meet with agents. That were, I figured you all would be coming. I, it's always when something happens that people start asking me questions. How long ago did you talk to Butterscotch? Well, it's been a couple of years. Oh my goodness. But, I mean, I still owe the department a lot, so, you know, whatever information you all need, I'll, I'll pass on whatever I know. Thank you. I'm very thankful. Yeah. Well, we're here to uh, collect the remains, and, um, yeah. Right, from the, well, wherever. You would know more about that than me, but I, I heard the announcement, and from the sheriff on, uh, on the radio this morning, something's not right. When, hmm. when was the last time you spoke with Bucket? A long time ago. Like how long? It was around April of last year. He just wanted to check in on my son for some reason, Billy. Um, I thought that was nice. What exactly was the announcement that the sheriff made? Just some bullshit about the car running off the side of the road and yeah. getting caught up in the mm. in the river. But that that can't be true because. The rains had just stopped, you know, and and I can't imagine that he would just fall in like that. And he's and a some, good driver. Something else is weird because, well, Earl's got the best ears in town, so I'll let I'll let him explain it. Uh, you want me to talk? Please. Okay. Well, I heard they were. Taking the car somewhere. They? Yep. Who's they? Deputies. 
Okay. And, you know, I also heard that there were no tire tracks on the road. Hmm. Just going off the road. Like the car was moved from a stop. No slid marks. Just in the dirt. And they were from an angle. Almost like it was just backed off the side of the hill. So maybe Bucket was killed before. Hmm. And not... rolled him off. Yeah. Like he didn't drown. This doesn't seem like Bucket. He's very careful and a very good driver. I think beyond just retrieving the body, inspecting with the time that we have as to what the means of death may have been and what other personal effects may or may not have been taken will definitely let us know whether or not there was foul play in advance. I will tell you, the deputies said the only thing in the car was the body. Wait. No... No folders, no... Travel bags, clothes... That seems a little bit convenient. I didn't hear anything about that, no. His his case files, they would have been in his trunk. Something, yeah. Did you, when you said that they were taking the car somewhere, do you know where somewhere might be? Not yet, but I'm listening. All right. Yeah. Nice work, Earl. Yeah, great. Keep an ear out. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Earl. Yeah, so, Earl, keep an ear out, but I don't trust the sheriff. And not many people in the town do. Something happened to him. He's been acting really weird. Something happened. Wait a minute. Let me check, you... check my notes. The sheriff. Sheriff. Uh, sheriff Bull. Sheriff Bull. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Could you elaborate on what you mean by acting weird? A lot of things got weird in Kolok <clears throat> not long ago. Everything was normal. For a while. <laughs> Strangely, even after everything that happened down at the lake, my poor kid was there. He's been through a lot. How old's your son? He's 15. Do you know what he was doing down there? He's a lifeguard. Yeah. Always seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's not a very bright boy, but he was in a coma for 10 years, so... Wow. He's doing okay, considering. But we gotta keep a close eye on him. He's real dumb sometimes. Yeah. Do you mind if we ask what, what put him in a coma? think you guys have that in your files. Well, not with you, probably, but... Sure, yeah, if you don't it's want to a, talk about a, it, that's a, fine. It's a, Got it. Soft, it's Understood. a touchy subject. Understood. Yeah. Not a problem. So you are our informant, Stevie. Uh, is there anything else you think we should know? I'm just trying to think if there's... Well, like I said, there's like something really, really strange going on, because... Hmm. Everything was normal. And then it wasn't. You know what I mean? When do you remember it not being normal? Just a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Around the time that that Mike boy died. Back back in San Fran with you all. Oh, yeah. And, well, this just... I don't know what the hell you would call it. Whatever, whatever is going on in this town that the devil was dancing to... That tune isn't playing anymore. Have you noticed any other changes? Like, you said the sheriff was acting funny. Is there anyone else? My boy spends a lot more time in his room, but that could just be that he's 15. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably what that is. Definitely. Um, He's been acting weird. He's been... 
hanging out with that Mallory kid. Ew! Mallory uh, Jenkins? Yeah, the- Hawkins? You're an agent. Uh, the agents don't really say ill. You haven't met Mallory Jenkins. I, I think as long as we get the information. We'll, All right. Well, okay. Good. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <clears throat> but it, it, it's hard. It's a. It's a feeling. Okay. How do I put it? All that stuff happened at the lake, right? Where people were hallucinating, and all this bad stuff was happening. And then my my son's friend, that Devin boy, that hurt Michael Hunt. He apparently healed a bunch of people at the hospital. And then the VFD burnt down. Because of some drugs in the chili or something like that. But what I'm trying to say is that was normal. And then, one day, it wasn't. So things are weird. Things are different. It's like there's a shift in the air. Maybe a shift in balance? Does anyone else share these same views with you? Have you spoken to anyone about oh, yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of us trying to figure out what's going on. Like there's some something something weird. You know, they They shut down the synchronity message board. The mayor did. He was afraid that maybe like synchronity was spying on us or something. Just two days ago, booted back up. Apparently on its own. What? And, uh, what? Blind Earl is grabbing onto his arm, moving him. I hear it. Yeah. You hear what? There's a deputy uh, just down the street. They're watching, keeping an eye on you, tabs, just in case, just in case you try to make it over to the junkyard. Uh, What's at the junkyard, Earl? Deputy. Would it be Bucket's car? Bull's telling, Bull's telling Warstone, keep him there, keep him busy. We got to get rid of this car. Mm -hmm. We got to get over there. Go ahead and throw $20 down on the table. Uh, has the coffee arrived? Indeed it has. And as you put the $20 down, she shows up with a giant blender vat, basically. That works. I'm going to give you an extra extra 50 just to take the blender, too. So I'll just... If you're, if you're all right with that, ma'am. Thank you. I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to use these napkins, because I am not that rich. I'm going to put this in the little to-go napkin spot, and then we got to go. Okay, bye. Just... Painfully you chug the freshly hot black coffee and set it down. Oh my. Roll your grit for me. Difficulty of five. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Natural one. Oh no. <laughs> it's just. Coffee. Would you like to use your tokens? We're gonna need your tongue mm -hmm. on this. I, I feel. We like need you. If you're if you're in the burn ward. Tongue might melt oh. off. We've got, what, at least eight tokens, right? Now, I will let you know, you do have eight tokens. It's not a critical failure, oh. so you're not going to die from this. I'd forgotten. And your ability would I have, have to be used before. Before the roll, I totally forgot that I had that. Curses. 
Uh, well, at this point, I'll go ahead and I'll take some tokens, because why not? Coffee rolls are important to me. Gotcha. Damn Just straight. Drinking Use black coffee immediately. Four tokens to down that coffee much. What? It appears that the agent's hardened black soul is unaffected by this piping hot coffee. That's why you're in charge. Felders, Felders you are a badass. Incredible. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Come I, on. We have to go and sip mine. I want to try to sip my coffee. Don't. Agent no, Hawkins don't. immediately uh, tries to down the coffee. Don't. Roll your grit Sky, for me. Sky, Difficulty Sky. of 15. Oh, come on, kid. We gotta have go. You, have you fucking learned nothing? <laughs> I Sky, you let me finish. Go. I was gonna try, and then I did. I decided I was blowing on it, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta go." I was gonna try it. Just because okay, you're partners right, now. Go. I gotta go. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't see me ordering a blender full of all the foods in the well, diner. That's, that's Blake's on, thing. That's Blake's you. thing. As you stand and begin to move towards the mm. door, Blind Earl grabs on to one of your sleeves. They're coming up the hill. They're gonna try to distract you. <laughs> they see you. They're watching. Okay. Can we? Uh, what I know about a back door uh, th- exit? Thanks, Earl. You would know that there's a back door that leads up the hill. Guys, we can take the back door. Fantastic. Uh, it leads up the hill. Let's go. Lead on, Agent Hawkins. Thanks. I need all of you to roll your flight for me. Simple difficulty of six. I'm going to use nerves of steel to take half the die value at a six exactly. Well, there you go. That's a success for you. Eleven. That's a success for you as well. A six. Well, there we go. Five. Well, would you like to use one of your four remaining tokens? Yes. Just get us right to that six. There we go. Well, it looks like nobody's seen. Yes. As you start sneaking towards the back, walking your way through the kitchen. As you make your way just towards that back door, you can hear the officer coming in through the front, the chime of the door ringing out. And you can also hear Stevie Baker standing up being like, Oh, Officer Warstone, what's going on? Good to see you today. How how are you doing? You know what? Have a cup of coffee. Sit down. As he tries to distract the officer, and you're able to cleanly make your way out the back door. Your car's parked just up the hill, merely 50 yards away. What would you like to do? Hawkins, you know where the junkyard is? Uh, you do. Yes, I do. Lead the way. All right, let's go. Gentlemen, lady, lead the way. Let's Shotgun. Go. Oh, dang it! That's you didn't. For clarity, when you ask for her to lead the way, yeah, are you asking that she drive? Verbal directions. Absolutely Verbal directions. Not. Okay, <laughs> never on my life. Distinction. Very important <laughs> distinction. These keys are mine for this. I get it. I get it. So you're now sitting in the back with your new partner. This is annoying. I'm having to reach over the guy in the front to do tell you, you where to go. Do you even have a driver's permit? Yes, and a license. Why did you look at me like that? The, the streets, like we said, they were flooded coming in. Yeah, it's nice right now, but they call them slits right. for a reason. That's right. Anyways, go straight. Make a left up here. You do so. And as you pull up into the left, you see the sheriff's car parked at the junkyard. You can also see on the other side of the fence... A black Buick being lifted by a large magnet being pulled off to the side. Is that Bucket's car? Stop it. No, we're getting out. Let's go. Go. You all begin running towards that general location. As you make your way through the front of this junkyard, you hear the sound of a dog. You also hear the sound of another agent, another officer, that is, yelling out towards your general direction. This is private property. Uh, You're not allowed here. FBI, Agent Felders. Lift that vehicle down immediately. And I'm Officer O'Reilly, and you can kindly go fuck yourself. This is our jurisdiction. You're not allowed here. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what FBI stands yeah, for? I'm not sure you understand. What go fuck yourself. Do you know what that stands for? 
Federal Bureau of Investigation. What the hell is yes. federal ever meant here? Nobody gives a shit. Get it's, back in your car and get out of here. Hey, buddy, it's you, it's some fleas on a dog's ass, and then it's us yeah. doing our job. Yeah. So you bring that down, otherwise you're about to lose yours. Because we could put the flea car on right now. Then you're done. Is anyone operating, or the person who's operating the actual device lifting the vehicle, are they within uh, visual range? They are within visual range. As you look over this individual's shoulder, you can see the sheriff is, in fact, inside this large crane, moving the vehicle over towards a very large compactor. Um, I, so we're talking to the, sorry, what was the? Officer O'Reilly. Officer O'Reilly. Um, so I'm, I'm going to use two tokens to have the item, whatever item that I need. Indeed you do. Oh. As you use two tokens, you now have seven remaining, just a heads up. You grab a pipe. Mm. And I decide to swing it directly into his temple. <gasps> I'm going to have you roll for me your fight. And I'm going to roll this agent's fight in response. Ooh, this is classic Blake right here. He's all hopped up on diner juice. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have the time. We don't have the time. That's right, Blake. Blender's you do, working you through do. me. Now, before you announce your result, I will let you know that I rolled a two. And oh. you rolled. You're very I lucky, rolled Zach. A 13. The temple goes through. Boom! From the left, his skull removes to the right. As this pipe leaves... Almost like a line, three inches inside his skull, taking the eyeballs with it, clear through, as his body falls to the ground. I, Shouldn't have uh, I, cursed at us. I really don't like that, sir. I so. thought we were supposed to to, to, to help people. I, 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 Bucket, Bucket said we're not supposed to kill people. That was... That, that was... Uh, uh, that paperwork's going to be fun to fill out. I'll, uh, I'll take care of it. You guys didn't see anything. You hear a shot ring out. As you hear a ding on the metal next to you, you can see now that the sheriff is standing just outside of this crane's window, shooting his pistol in your general direction. I need you all to roll your flight for me. Difficulty of six. Fight or flight? Flight. flight. All right. You're being shot at. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> six. Nerves of steel take it as a six. Nine. Uh, seven. You all quickly jump behind the metal just in the front of this uh, this building. You now see that the car has stopped moving, swaying back and forth as the shots ring out, hitting the metal around just in front of you on the opposite side of this junkyard wall. How many tokens do I have? Sky Hawkins, you have five tokens available. I want to use my powers. Sky Hawkins has been training for this. Though she may have been training, her power is still unpredictable. Hard to understand what could happen. Oh I'm going to slide this deck of cards over to you, Miss Hawkins, and you will draw the top card. Whatever you draw is what's about to head towards that sheriff's general direction. In the way I describe it. Yeah. We'll see how useful it is. So please, the top card is... Invisibility. The ability to become invisible, causing light to pass completely through the body. Roll a D or 2D4 when activating this ability. You don't need to do that. You just go invisible since you use tokens to activate it. And within that instant, Sky Hawkins 
disappears. Uh, where'd the kid go? I was just looking at her. I'm pretty sure she's invisible. Hawkins, are you there? It's the second partner I've lost in five years. Do you respond? <laughs> no, I don't respond. Hawkins. So what do you do, Hawkins? I want to go over to where the sheriff is. And what do I see around him? You can see that the sheriff is standing on the top of this entryway into this old crane. He's got the door propped open. He's holding off the side, shooting his pistol in the general direction of where you were. His foot dangling about low enough for you to grab it. If you'd like to climb up, you may alert him to your presence. You just have to think about what you want to do and follow through. So, what's up? Okay, wait. I'm going to run back to them. Guys, I'm going to distract him. I told you she's invisible. I'm invisible right now. I'm going to distract him. I'm going to pull his foot down. Be careful. He's going to fire somewhere. Hopefully not at me. I'm invisible. He won't be able... This is... I have a tie. Guys, take it. Take him out. With don't kill him. Just shoot in the oh. like shoulder. You Everything know? she just said gives you zero confidence that she's uh-huh. about to be able to succeed okay, in what guys, she's I'll, doing. I'll be right back, guys. I'll be right back. And then I'm gonna run over. And do what? <coughs> what is around? You said these little foots dangling, but is there He's like not a rock? Dangling. Is there, like, it's a within reach. He's standing reach. on a crane. You'd have to climb up to get to his full level. But if you were to reach, you should be able to grab his leg. So. But, like, is there, like, a rock somewhere on the ground? Would you like to find a rock? Uh, yeah. Okay. I found I found a rock. Roll your brains for me. Difficulty of eight. God. Am I this stupid? I don't know. You're about to make a floating rock appear in front of this guy with a gun. Okay. No, I didn't find a rock. I mean, I got a four. You got a four, so you found the rock, but he sees you do it. As you pick up this rock directly in front and start lifting it above your head. How big is this rock? I don't know. You failed. As you pick this thing up and start lifting it over your head, getting ready to throw, you see as the sheriff turns and quickly, what the fuck? As he starts shooting in your general direction. I need you to roll your flight for me. I told you guys to be prepared. I was going to distract him. As soon as the rock rises, (laughs) you see fellas go, oh shit, come on. Okay. (laughs) Fine. Do all three of you rush? Yeah. Blake, put the blender down. Put the blender down. That dude, there we go. Let's do this. So, walk me through, since you are moving forward first, how would you like this action to proceed? Um, I guess try and fan out a bit to draw attention while he, while he pivots towards where the rock is. You got try it. and bum rush. Good plan. Now that they are spreading out around you, your flight roll can have a plus four. Yes. What was my difficulty? Let's say six. You should only fail this if you roll a one. Was it a two? Yes. Well, you succeeded. (laughs) You get that plus four on that roll. Oh, my God. As he quickly gets distracted and starts shooting in the general direction of the other agents, the bullets hitting the ground all around you, who would like to try to flank? Right here. Agent Rander, walk me through what you do. Foot boost. (laughs) Oh, Captain Heck yeah. Fastball special, man. Blake, boost me. Let's do this. Got you. I kneel down. (laughs) And I launch him (laughs) to the top of the crane. The top of the crane. Right where he is. That's right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where he's standing or the top of the crane? (laughs) Where he's standing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Closer to the top of the so crane. So not like 100 feet in the air. Right into the car. Not. Okay, great. Of course not. I just want to make Blake sure because strong. she's at this table and I would not put that past someone. Correct. So to where the sheriff is. 
right towards the sheriff. So I'm going to give you for this fight roll a plus two since you're getting help from an individual. Thank you. A difficulty of ten, though, as this man is holding a gun and can quickly turn it, and you're just giving him a bigger mass to hit as you fly towards him. You said this is flight, correct? Fight. Fight. Oh, different. You okay. are trying to punch him. You said, and I get a plus two. Plus two. Uh, but difficulty you said of ten. Difficulty ten? <laughs> uh, uh, you did send the worst fighter towards him. Yes. Worst fighter? Yes. That's, That's true. I'm the driver. You said. That's I'm the driver. We uh, listen to all right. you now. Let's see what we got. That is a four. Oh, it's five, funny. six, and I'd like to use some tokens. Wait, didn't it explode if it was a four? Right? Well, were you rolling a d4? Yeah. Roll it again. Oh, that's right. Four. It explodes. Five, six, seven, and you okay. said difficulty was ten, so I'd like to use three tokens. Three tokens. Luckily for you. Boop, boop, boop. It appears that the gods are moving in your favor today. As you go flying through the air, connecting that hit directly onto onto him. As the two of you fall into the inside of this crane, you're now standing on top of him. He's fallen back into the chair. As you do so, you can see the controls to your left. You can still see that the car is swinging above this compactor. Would you like to do something about that or the chair? Does he still have his gun on him? We'll say that he did not drop the gun. I'm going to try to disarm him. Okay. That's the first Roll your fight for me again. Difficulty of eight. Here we go. Fight. That would be a two. That's a two. Uh, And I've got four tokens left. We have four tokens left. You only have four tokens. I suggest you use them to avoid getting shot. Yeah, I'll bring that up to a six. That keeps you from a critical failure. It's still worth it. You are unable to disarm him, but you can see inside this crane as the agent is fighting against the sheriff for possession of his weapon, giving the rest of you an opportunity to move up on them. Uh, is, the, is there a windshield, or is there just an opening gap to the front facing outward from the controls? We'll say there's an opening gap. All right. I will attempt to climb up on the other side towards the front to get to the controls while uh, other agents... Great. Wrestling. Roll your flight for me. Difficulty of eight. What would the rest of you like to do while he's rolling? I'm climbing up to help him. Okay, go ahead and roll your fight for me. Difficulty of ten. And Hawkins, you are holding this rock, still ah! invisible. Do I get to do anything with the rock? I hope you don't throw it. Uh, nine. Okay. How many tokens do we have left? You have three. I, I will use two of those to bring it to an eight. And would you like to use one? Again, the gods seem to be working in your favor. You quickly jump up inside there, and now you are able to overwhelm the sheriff as you quickly take the gun from him. And Agent Rayner has... Would you like to put him in handcuffs, or... It's crane time. You're not driving the crane. That's well, definitely just, not... You said the controls were... You know, that's you, not... You said the controls Would were Would you like to subdue the subject? <laughs> I think Blake's got it, he is got what the gun. I'm thinking. Uh, great. You, Agent Felder, you hit the controls yeah. and you as, bring as, it. As you then turn, I'll subdue. I'm I got him. I got him. I got him. Okay. okay. You're the under car arrest. comes down, landing kind of with a crash as it stops. The magnet's still on top. I'm going to set the rock down now. Yeah, you're, you're good. Agent Hawkins puts the rock down. All right, that was good. The sheriff Love now the being held by you. Let me get him. Let me get him. <laughs> Agent Hawkins. You all are making a big mistake. Thank you. No, the only person making the mistake is you. You're interfering with a FBI investigation, Sheriff. You're making a very big mistake. You're repeating yourself. Let me go, and I'll forget this ever happened. Or what? Let me go. 
I don't think you're in a position to be negotiating, Sheriff. No. I would like to ask you why you're so intent on destroying evidence in a federal investigation. Maybe I really do have the town's best interest at heart. Then share as to why you believe that. Maybe it's best to not share what could be seen as a problem. (laughs) Maybe it's best that we hide the problem before it becomes a bigger problem. Well, you see, that goes The rains have been a lot out of control this last week. Agent Bucket just slid off the road. Accidents happen. And so the reason for destroying his car and making it more difficult to find out what happened to our friend is... Accidents happen. It wasn't raining that day. His car didn't slide off the road. So why are you lying to us? Is there a voice coming from the air? Are you all hearing that? Oh, shit. Don't worry about it. Just answer the questions. No, seriously. I heard a, I heard a young girl's voice coming from the air. Yeah. That's our agent. She's well hidden. Damn it. That was... Hawkins. Hawkins. Welcome back to Kolok, Agent Hawkins. Agent now? How do you know me? I know a lot about you. What do you mean? I know a lot about your father, too. He's doing well. He appreciates the payments you've been sending out. He doesn't know it's you, of course. It's going to stay that way. Of course, he doesn't know you exist at all, does he? It's a neat trick you pulled. I'm sorry, I'm just confused. Like, why are you bringing up my dad and acting like you know me? Agent Blake, permission to slap. Oh, thank the heavens. So, uh, (laughs) Sheriff, this... This is your pistol. I've put mine away because it's disrespectful for me to do it with my own. So what's going to happen is you're going to answer the questions that we ask instead of giving random information that we don't need right now, or you're going to get pistol whipped. You have literally one more chance. He's talking about my dad, though. We can can get it later. Let me preface this by saying you harmonia fucks don't scare me. And there's nothing you can do to hurt me. So I'm going to pistol whip you now. And then we're going to ask another question. Are you ready? Go ahead. In three, two. Wait, now fuck you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So you get the front side and then you get the back side. Why don't you just pull the trigger, you pussy piece of shit? What? Permission? No. Yeah. Why not? Not in a vital spot. Oh, okay, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Calf? Clearly, yes. Calf is good. Right. Meat oh thing. my god, just get Calf, it over go. already. And you release the trigger directly into his calf, calf muscle? yes. As the bullet rips through his leg. Now pistol whip him in the face. And then the back pistol. <laughs> As you and then the front pistol. <laughs> and then one more between the eyes. I'm not so. even going to make you roll for that. He did ask for it. Thank you very much. As... His teeth go flying to the left, and then the right, and then you hear his nose crunch under the weight of the front of the gun as you hit him directly head on. Oh my. The blood dripping down from his face, creating a pool in the cab of this crane. Oh. How you feeling now, buddy? Like summer rain. Oh, you're tough. I think that... Our man in charge here has some questions that he wants to ask you, and I'm going to need you to answer those unless you want to do that 
over and over and over again. What do I have to do to get you to just fucking kill me? Hmm. <laughs> Not happening. What if I found your mom and where she lives? Wait. I can't. Because they're dead, right? There's another pistol whip. <laughs> the gun hits. Blood starts pouring out of the front of his skull. A gash can be seen. The white of the bone underneath, piercing Ew. through. But they're dead, right? That symbol on your forehead. <laughs> Anyone ever tell you how much that looks like? The inner symbol of the Synchronity logo? You know, this guy's starting to impress me, Blake. <laughs> I've heard some rumors about you, Agent Felders. I've heard some rumors around the department that you have a specialty when it comes to situations like this. And I feel like we've maybe moved past Blake's specialty. And maybe it's time for Felders to take a crack at this nut. Emphasis on the nut. Wait, he does stuff with his nut? Oh, yeah. But what? Possibly. Felders? You're not going to nut on me, are you? That Felders, sounds fucked up. Felders is sick, man. Guys, I don't know if I want to see this. I'm you like, don't. So new you, here. Listen, do you want to go and see? There was a dog down there. Yeah, go check in with there the dog. dog. Yeah, see, Felders, see. do your thing that you do with suspects, penis, and balls <gasps> to get the information that we need. Yeah, do it. Agent Blake, what if I told you I heard what they scream like when the pipe hit them? I'm going to reach into my over pocket. Over and over. Oh, he's reaching into his and pocket. over again. And pull out what is essentially a lockpicking kit, mm. which has a bunch of tiny, very jagged-looking pieces of thin metal. Ooh, you're going to love this, Sheriff. Mm. Wait, what is that? What does he do with that? If that's what I think it is, this is about to get horrifying. You can keep Would you like to trim my nails? <laughs> I'd love for you to begin answering some questions, please. I know you're putting on this prancing, dancing show, but we're going to find the answers. It just depends on how much of you you want to be left when we get there. At this point, I've stepped out. Yeah. Good call, Blake. I would prefer in this situation you take one of those knives. Okay, here we go. I'm going to undo his it, belt. I'm going to Push right my here. fist here into his mouth to prevent him from finishing his statement. Here and just hold it there. Mm -hmm. Through all the smashed teeth and just we're holding get, his mouth We're open. getting this belt off. I'm taking this dude's pants off. Here we go, <laughs> Sheriff. There we go. Get you nice and situated for Agent Felders. There we go. Toss me something to tear, partner. Oh, coming up. The Sheriff's <laughs> pants now at his ankles. His I, dick hanging out I in have front of the cab. Closed. This guy has yeah. your eyes closed. This is real trauma. Agent Felder's fist inside of his mouth. Come on, come out here with me. Come on side with me. Okay. Any okay. passerby, of course, would just think you're up to some fun. How do you follow through with that action? Felders? I don't think he's going to give us what we want in this moment. I think it's best that we at least disable him and take him with us. Sounds great. Love the adrenaline right now is guiding him away from any sort of answerable state. Agreed. Mm -hmm. You can feel now on your hand. He's gnawing on it. Choking himself. Trying to bring your fist closer to the back of his throat. Pushing ever harder. Further down. I'm going to slightly withdraw. As you withdraw your hand, he quickly takes his head. Smashes it down on the control board. 
His eyes go wide. His pupils start to dilate. The blood pouring down the front of his face. We're straight he ahead. smashes again. Got him. I'm back in. I hold him. Mm-hmm. Put him to sleep. Moving. I got him in a sleeper hold. He's got three seconds. Three, two, and sleep. Roll your fight for me. Difficulty of six. Guys, I have to be honest. Everything that's been happening, Bucket did not tell me anything about this. <laughs> There's a reason. Twelve. He might not have known. You do put him to sleep. But as his body kind of goes limp, you've put a man to sleep before. You know what it feels like when the body goes limp and it struggles for that quick insurance of some air back into their lungs. Though it may usually take them a little while to get full consciousness back, the problem usually stops. But this body doesn't respond that way. Underneath your arm, you can start to feel different points of pressure pushing out from the skin below. Almost like the legs of a centipede pushing along your arm. On your rolled up sleeve, you start to feel the indents of each individual leg pushing off and against. As the rest of you start to see this body ebb and grow, flowing in and out as something inside the body itself fights to release. You start to see the skin slowly tear, the muscle fibers releasing. Agents, back away. As you do, and you let the body fall, starting at the mouth as the head rips back, a long cylindric insect-type being starts to flow out of this body, climbing up and starting to spin around this crane, moving ever larger and larger, starting to flow almost like water from this being. It doesn't make sense, as it shouldn't. This is a human form. Whatever's coming out of it, it's almost as if that form is a portal, allowing something from another side to move in. Because surely this being and its size could not exist within something this small. But it continues to wrap itself around the controls. Then the cab. It's many, many tiny legs starting to move up and around the bottom of this crane as it starts to squeeze, and you can hear the metal creak. Can we shoot at it? Weapons free! You can free. Yeah, fuck you want. Getting down, getting out. Blake, Blake, you know that thing that we've never done that we've always talked about? Yep. I think it's time to do it. Let's go. I'm going to use my abilities to enhance your strength, and you're going to punch me, baby. the shit out of that thing. Boost me. Now, in this given situation, there are a couple things that need to happen. As this creature starts to smash this crane, its many eyes, the hundreds of them, start to fixate in your general direction. For the cost of three tokens, you can boost another individual and their connections to Harmonia. So you would like to do that. Yes. You can feel this extra power flowing within you, but for your power to work, you need to find an item of great potential energy. I search around the junkyard. For the rock? Maybe something a little bigger than the rock. Okay. Uh, are there any sort of um, there's generators? The, or There's the compactor. The compactor. Made to smash oh. giant objects. I want to put my hand on it. Start to gain some power. You put your hand on it. You start to feel that energy flowing through you, transferring into your body as you connect with him, boosting his connection to Harmonia at the same time. <laughs> that might be too much. It might be too much. 
I've never held this much before. The creature starts to come back down off of the crane. Now seeing you as the prime subject, it quickly squirms across the ground directly towards your general location as it hinds up on its back thousand legs, getting ready to pounce directly over the top of you. As it's making that pathway to him, uh, just taking as many shots as I can. As you shoot, chunk, 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 as it goes across, you see each bullet tink, 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 hitting off of its weird, organic, but somehow almost metal structure that binds its plates together. And you... As it's directly, becoming directly over me, I'm sitting in a crouch focusing all the energy that I'm now harnessing in my fist, and as it finally gets directly above my head I go from a crouch to a jump and I uppercut it right in the face and I scream SHOYOKEN which is something the rest of you don't have the slightest bit of understanding to but you form a special connection and bond to this individual in this moment as you understand exactly what it is he said and your fist travels directly through the skull of this creature as it disintegrates yes and its body, which was once one large, plated insect, now falls to the ground. Thousands of them. Roaches, cockroaches, all sorts of other types of small, crawling creatures. Centipedes just <laughs> scatter around this junkyard. Gross. And a calm silence falls over the area. That one hurt, guys. And I will now tell you that all of your rolls from here on out are a negative two, as this has exhausted a large portion of your energy. I gotta take a nap. I I remember a moment uh, in Kolak where I've seen this before. Um, Can I roll to remember? I'd have to know what the hell you were trying to remember. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try and explain it to you. It it was uh, the, the... What's the heck? What's their name? It's the people who build the pillars. Uh, the stone masons. The stone masons. Yeah, they, there was a moment where one of them came out of a body went after it was killed. I That's will it. tell you without rolling that though you may remember strange things like that. Never seen something like that. You've never seen anything like this. This is new for you in Kolok. Okay. But the horror, the dread, the familiarity of that moment seems right up Kolok's alley. Agent Blake, that was extremely impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I got nothing left. <laughs> well, I would say, Rainer, the vehicle is now saved. Next is to see what we can find within it, and then quickly make our way to the body. You got it. Because if they're trying to get rid of the car, I can guarantee you the body's also on the same agenda. Mm-hmm. Good thinking. Uh, Hawkins, you can become visible now. Um, how do I do that? <laughs> Roll your D4 for me. <laughs> Call high or low. 50-50 uh, chance. Um, Okay. Low. Okay. Wait. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that is a one. That is a one. Lowest you focus your energy, and you start to reappear. Whoa. I did it. There you go. You did. Nicely done, Hawkins. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. As you start to remove this magnet from the car and make your way over to it, upon removal of the magnet, the first thing you notice is that there's something on top something carved into the metal on top of the Buick. As you walk up to it, much to Agent Hawkins' surprise, almost as if carved with a knife from the inside out, spells Clarity Lives 
There's no way. There's no way this is possible. What's what's from? I know this is becoming a tired story, but I killed Clarity. Now, to the rest of you, when you hear that, Clarity is a name you would recognize in that Clarity Anna was the head and founder of Synchroneity. No, this would be like the Steve Jobs of this world. Clarity and awe? Yes, that clarity. I saw it with my own eyes. I... Well, I you just saw something else with your own eyes. Could you explain that? I've never seen that before. Not in Kolok. Okay. But it's not out of the norm. I've seen similar things, but not a creature like that. It's... I don't even know what that is. But if... But... Clarity... There was a bunch of clones of her. But that, why would they kill... What would they have to do with Bucket? Well, if there was a bunch of clones of her... They're not like her, though. A, a sign from Bucket or somebody that says Clarity lives, then... We're probably just dealing with clones. Again, right, Blake? Or, what if the Clarity you had killed wasn't actually one of these clones? Bingo. It was... It, it wasn't a clone. It was the Clarity. How do you know? She was old as shit and gross looking. It was the clarity and awe. I just don't... I, I saw her die. That's the thing. Marcus Bennett, another one of my friends, uh, when I went to kill her, he tried to save her. But he failed. I'm just... <sighs> Why'd you kill her? Can I be honest? Yeah. As I was... Something took over me. This urge, this hatred, this feeling that I could not control. And all I wanted to do was to see her dead. This is not unheard of to you agents. You've heard tale of other agents not wanting to be stationed in Kolok, Washington. As just the air makes you feel like your skin could crawl off. Making you erratic uncontrollable something there that just pulls at you would I know that she was the source of uh, of what's it called Bobos if you knew that you would be wrong or what's it called you can believe whatever Dang you it. want I can't think I need right. brains we, we gotta investigate this car uh, like uh, um, uh, Felder said I am going to try to pull some clues from the environment is there two tokens available to you so that I can do that? There are not. But a quick search of this car. Yeah, if you'd files, like to just whatever. roll your brains. Sure. Difficulty of ten. You got it. I have a uh, a nine. There's nothing to be seen here, Agent. Outside of the top and the carved metal. It's empty. There's nothing in the trunk. Empty. And nothing in the car. No clues that you can discern of. Who was it that said that earlier? Was it Stevie? Was it Earl? I forget. It was Earl was the one that was overhearing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, 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 I took a pass at it. I don't know, Felders. Maybe you'd have better luck than I would. <clears throat> I can double-check Fel- uh, the, the work of uh, Agent Rayner if that's a viable option. You can roll your brains for me. Difficulty of 14. Dang, that's high. 11. I'll take a crack at it. Difficulty of 16. With a negative 2. Indeed. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even see the car. <laughs> I wish I had enough brains to participate, but... Blake, take it easy. Take it easy, Blake. You've, I... just, you, you, you've just spent yourself, okay? As far as you can assume, the top of the car was the clue itself. Mm-hmm. And it's about time to head to your next location. All right. The sun's going to be going down in Kolok soon. And you still got to get to the morgue. Indeed. So Let's go ahead and move the bodies out from the public space. I know just where to put them. At this point, there's only one body. As the body of the sheriff seemed to be taken by the bugs to who knows where. But the other deputy is in fact dead. And O'Reilly will have to be accounted for eventually. All right. Into the car. Yeah. You know where the morgue is? Yeah, I do. I just took O'Reilly and I, like, drug him behind some cars in the junkyard. And left or, him in the junkyard. Yeah, yeah. So a, it's just a pile of junk. Then I put some junk on him. Great. All the junk. Let me make a note of that, because I'm sure that will come up later. Yes, <laughs> it will. I came over and Rainer put his junk on O'Reilly. <laughs> junk on top of O'Reilly in the yeah. junkyard. Got Blake it. and Roy. There's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. You make your way to the morgue. <clears throat> As you make your way inside, surprisingly to you, you're greeted by none other than Bailey Mickey. Someone that you remember a little of. You've definitely heard stories. And as he greets you, he ushers you back towards the cooler. He's been expecting you. All right, agents. Oh. Just make some room, make some room. Easy there, Jacob. Easy there. Sorry, he's new. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Oh. Uh, I think this is the this is the fella you're looking for here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. This is it. this is Bucket. Time out. Uh. <laughs> y- you, Miss. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> you look really familiar. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've seen me naked once. D- no, you look like this Hawkins chick. I, I, I long story. You, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Get that a lot. What? What'd you say your name was? Sky Hawkins. No. What's your real name? Um. Sky Hawkins. No. Um, you know, uh, Bailey, Mickey, why don't you roll a d6 for me real quick and call high or low? Uh, high. Two. You're going to find it very difficult to form sentences, and you're a little overwhelmed because for months the doctors told you you had to have imagined this. You were only charged with one murder. The other's weren't you, right? It was just Darla. Uh, That body that you remember cutting up of the young Miss Hawkins. That was all make-believe. It couldn't have happened, but there she is, and she looks so much like that girl you chopped up. Ah. You alright? Ah, words. Ah. What, What can we do for you gentlemen? Is this everything we have in regards to uh, Agent Bucket? Yes, yes. This is this is. 
Much to your surprise, agents, as you're looking at this body, you notice the blood-stained sheets. It, it was never mentioned that he had bled out at all, just that he had drowned. So, what's the blood from? <laughs> you know, it's the damnedest thing. It's every time I, I, I check on, on this particular body. Don't, please don't look at me. Ma'am, please, can face, face the wall. Thank you. Every time I check on this, and don't, don't turn back. All right. First off, speak to this agent again like that, then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. She is part of this investigation as much as we are. I'm just having the worst day, fellas. I apologize. Yeah. Just tell us what the blood is. Yeah, the blood. Right. <clears throat> So, uh, the blood is, uh... <sighs> would you like to share with them that you already began cutting up the body? I would not. Okay. I would not because, uh, that would make me more suspect than I already am. Why are you suspect? I'm suspect because, uh, I, um, I thought that I cut her Oh, up. you mean when you cut up that girl? That's, that's correct, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But you were released from the mental institution they said you were normal totally fine but it's messing up with it's messing with my psyche though oh you're right you should be worried about that <laughs> so it is the damnedest thing with this this body you know how most corpses just kind of like rot all together all at once the, not this guy can't not mm. Don't not put your this, hands on him like that. Not this bucket of bones, if you'll pardon the pun. Sorry, a little mortician humor. Nah, this one's different. It's like disintegrating from the inside. Like something's eating at him. Oh, this lets you know he has begun working on the body. So what have you found so far since you've already been putting your blades into him? Uh, old Bailey slipping up again. Well, don't... First off, do we need to check and make sure this is actually him? It's, it's Bucket. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. check, Agent Hawkins. I hate when you spoil the surprise, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is this is this is your guy, and uh, if you mind, if you don't mind me, yeah, yeah, this thing is deteriorating. This guy is deteriorating at a much higher rate than a typical I'm used to. Drowned body, typical anybody, and I've been doing this for decades, and I've never seen any case like this. This is a rapid, rapid rate of uh, deterioration. Means mm. that we're running out of time. Yeah. Theories? Hmm? Theories? Theories? Ah! <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Uh, the Agent, mortician? Agent Rayner, the detective that he is, the curiosity gets the best of him as he starts to remove the sheet. Don't... Well, just, okay. Well... Here's what we're working with. And as you can hey, tell, okay, it's kid. a much higher You're rate right. of deterioration as I stated before. Now, this surprises you immediately, agents, because this body looks far from dead. Like it's been there a while. This just happened yesterday, right? How long did you say you had this body for? Yeah, a day. This is going to be really tough to heal. So, would you agree that he drowned? That's the cause of death? I would agree that something weird happened to him. I found him in the lake. What the hell is this? Yeah. Well, we're going to get to that, actually. Um, uh, Jacob, could I have the uh, forceps, please? You should You should be careful. Like, let's just be respectful. You don't need to... Hawkins, this is a trained professional. He... Oh, he... shit. Okay. okay. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. 
Never, never oh, doubt my profession. Yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this, or should I say, uh, through it. <coughs> if you don't mind. Okay. Okay, well. <coughs> dear gods. Mm. Uh, well, you never smelled that body before? <laughs> I mean, this one's particularly ripe, but, uh. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a spleen. Agent Rayner, would you like to investigate this body? Yes. You do have three tokens available. I will use however many it takes, which I think is two. Two? On the use of those two tokens, Agent, as you're investigating this body, despite the chest cavity being for some reason cut open, much to the joy of the mortician, it's the neck that is broken. In a quick action, the neck went from the left to the right. Now, if this vehicle was traveling downhill, backwards, the impact should have sent the head forward. But this injury, it comes from an apex at the bottom of the spine. To your trained eye, Agent, it almost looks as if a large hand somehow with enough pressure just separated the vertebrae, quickly breaking the neck to the right. Is that physically humanly possible? You would know that it's not. And you can see no hand marks. But it appears that something would have had to have held down above the right shoulder, holding the body still while quickly on the left its head was moved at a forceful action, separating the vertebrae at the back of the skull. Mm. You can also see trails of some sort of strangulation, but not that by a hand. His tie, perhaps. What are you seeing, buddy? Can we get a few minutes alone with the body? I, mean, I prefer if you didn't, but uh, if you need me, I'll be right. Uh, I'll be right behind you. Thank, Thank you. you. Like right behind you. Okay. <laughs> Felders, you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm starting to get an idea. The neck. Oh. It looks like the neck was broken in a in a move that I don't think is humanly possible. Something seems to have been holding down the right shoulder, and then the neck just snapped, possibly separating some vertebrae. They said it was weird here. They weren't messing around. I don't think that a car accident did this. No. <laughs> I think it's I mean, before that. all of the intrusion, yeah. It's beyond that. Detective Rayner, you know why you're here. You're the best in the biz at finding clues. So why don't you go ahead and roll your brains for me one time? You Difficulty it. of ten. Okay, and my brains was... <sighs> under a body. Go. Right. Excuse me, Chief. There we go. Ooh. That is a natural 20. Roll it again. So that's 21. <clears throat> uh, that would be 31 total. You learn a lot from this body. You learn that he was standing when he died, that his body fell. So whatever impact came onto his neck, it must have been fast, swift. That whoever did this actually tried to make it look like it didn't happen. Huh. His tie <laughs> tightened back up, mm. a little too tight, probably unaware of the damage that had been done to the neck, keeping any more extra blood flow as his body fell. 
from reaching the skull. You're also able to see as you look around this torso, trying to figure out why in the hell this Bailey Mickey cut up your fresh body of your old compadre. And you notice that there's something deep inside. You, you see a small glimpse of something inside Bucket's body through the decomposed, decomposed flesh. What could it be? Maybe the mortician has a tool that can help. Um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Bailey something? Burnt? I... Bailey! Oh, oh, you want me back now? Yes. Oh, I'm allowed to enter. Yeah. Okay. What would you like to know about this naturally drowned body? With no foul play. What the hell is that? What the hell is what? In there. And it looks like a person. What? Open that up. What? What? Be more specific. The rib cage? How long have you been doing this? 50 years. Oh. Fit. He's technically 50 years old. That's quite concerning. Yeah. Morticians just this get elected. This, this is your no, life. There's no family, real process. Family job? You've been doing this since you were an infant? Feels like it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I do love cadavers. All right. What, what, what do you want? This? That thing that's... The one that's not supposed to be in there. Yeah, thanks. The one Blake. that's not supposed to... They're all supposed to be in there. What? You've never seen a dead body before? Are you drunk? Drunk on... Oh, thank you very much, Jacob. Not right now. I'll tell you, though, it does, uh... It does speed the long process. That thing. The what mortician's is... assistant pulls oh. a small cylinder tube from the inside of Bucket's body. Why are you talking about the ribs? What I'm so you, sorry. What do you mean, oh? You didn't see that? You already cut him open? I don't... I don't know. It I was appears that this item That's... was indeed swallowed by Bucket. Where the stomach used to be before it disintegrated. You may leave us again. Can we get another minute alone, please? Yeah. I will be very close by, practically over your shoulder. Hey. If I've learned anything during my time in Kolok, it's that nothing is for free. So in my death, Agent Felders, would you at least share with the others what is the cost? Agent Felders. You are the senior officer here. This message was meant specifically for you. Bucket was smart. He knew that upon his death, it would be you that would be sent to find out more about Mm -hmm. the incident. It's always you. And as the senior member, he was hoping that, at least in his death, you could reveal to the others... What was the cost? Now I'm going to roll. And you're going to roll. A d6. If you roll higher than I do, we'll say that honestly, you don't know. If I roll higher though, you know. And you very specifically have kept this answer from others. Three. Five. The answer, Agent Felders, it's up to you on whether or not you choose to share this information or lie. 
depending on how you feel you would like to move forward before they start asking more questions, as I'm sure they will. But the cost. You see, there's always a cost. And these abilities that have been gifted to those at the FBI by Harmonia. It was discovered by Hoover years ago that these powers needed some sort of energy vacuum to keep them moving, to keep you able to do the good work. And who better than San Francisco's homeless population to provide that energy, to keep you fueled, to exchange what you put out takes from them. Now, whether or not you share with the others is completely up to you. But it was Bucket's dying wish, because he himself never knew, but always wondered. Let's have a conversation another time. Kind of glancing about the room at other possible prying ears. Hmm. How many tokens do we have? Two. Would you like to use your ability? Because you could also roll. I would. 2d4. Roll it twice. If you get a six or above, it's a success. That's a four? Well, that's an exploding, so you can roll again and add it. Six. Okay, roll one more time. Eight. So, to distract from the situation and the awkwardness at hand, and especially after reminding yourself where this power comes from, you use it anyway. As you connect to Harmonia and reach out to feel what it is Bucket felt, and his last moments. These emotions that pass from his dead form onto you. Fear. Fear, but then followed by warmth. Joy. A fondness. And a deep dread. A very strange mix of emotions for a man at death's door. All felt right before he fell. Well, well, what did you just do? We all have our different gifts. Mine is an empathic connection with the dead in their final moments. It appears that Agent Bucket had gone from a sense of fear into a a warmth, I want to say recognition, before taken with a deep-set dread. I can only surmise by this that whoever did this to our agent was very familiar, perhaps even a trusted and beloved confidant. Man, Bucket... Bucket doesn't like anybody in Kolak. But... The only people... Would be perhaps this butterscotch. butterscotch. I don't... It could be, but I feel like he well, felt 
Agent Hawkins actually knows that Butterscotch is not stationed here. Yeah, that's right. Butterscotch is in San Francisco. Yeah. He just used to report here with Bucket. I, I don't think it could be Butterscotch. He's not even... He's stationed in San Francisco. I, I... Hey, ha- but, but here's... Agent, where were we eight hours ago? San Francisco? No, you're... Here's the thing. They were like... It wasn't... Stuff wasn't good. This... He's in Kolak. Why would Butterscotch be here? But... I know that he cared a lot about me and my friends. He was always looking out for us and just always making sure that we were taken care of. Maybe they might know something. Alright. Okay. Well, Agent Blake, Rayner, we have the body. Yep. Mm-hmm. Please be very careful with the body. Don't destroy it. Don't do mm-hmm. anything to it. I. You think this is our first body retrieval mission? We'll be good to him. Yeah. He's one of us. Yeah. Would you like to share with them why or keep it to yourself? Can I sidebar with, uh... Your new partner? My new partner, yeah. Indeed you may. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I have a friend who can heal dead people. I was once dead. That's why this stupid guy knows who I am. He chopped me up into a bunch of pieces. I'm... He basically brought me back from nothing. So if we can keep... Bucket's body, you know, in a good state. I don't, I don't think he's really going to be dead. We can save him. He's going to come back. I've, s- I've seen enough strange things, especially surrounding you, to not entirely disregard this idea. However, based on the e- extremely expedited rate in which it is decomposing, I think our chances, if at all, are drastically dwindling. I, I think... <laughs> I think Tibby can do it. I think we have time, but I don't tell those guys, okay? I just wanted to let you know. You're assigned as the expert. I'll follow your lead. Cool. Gentlemen. Yep. Yeah. Take care to keep this under our uh, esteemed watch. Do not remove it from the city at the time being. There may be some more uh, elements to this investigation that would require it being local, but keep it safe. Uh-huh. Agent do. Felders, always thought you were kind of a weirdo, but you're actually pretty badass. Yeah, good work. We agree. He was well. And kind of, uh, you got like a cool aura, jacket, glasses, very cool. everything. Very cool, badass. Very cool. We aspire to, yeah, be like you. Thank you, Agent. Good work, Hawkins. Agent Blake. Agent Hawkins. Uh, Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> I've been calling you the wrong thing this whole time. That's embarrassing. Um, I noticed. <laughs> it's okay. Best of luck. And um, remember, try not to let your emotions affect your performance in the field. But you did good today. But what about Great when job. he killed that person that one time? Was that an emotional or is that strategic? Mm, I'm just very, trying to differentiate. Very strategic. Very strategic. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. You have your forte. I have mine. That's right. Got it. Look, I know I'm probably not the best person to be catching you up. But as far as anyone's concerned, you're the Billy from five months ago. And a lot has happened. And nobody wants to talk to you because we're all dealing with our own shit. But Mm -hmm. you need to know this stuff if you're going to be our Billy. Okay. Ah, God, where do I start? So when you put yourself in a coma, Sky went back in time Mm -hmm. and kind of fixed everything. And this timeline is the result of that. Mm -hmm. And like the radar now 
after Sky left and went to work for the FBI, and Marcus is like running Synchronity. Really? It's you and Mickey still, and Tibby, and everyone from the D and D group. So this Billy got to have a D and D group. You called it Teenagers in Space. Kind of was crazy.、Um, Makes sense. Me, Laura, Mike Hunt, Lexi Knopf. We were all part of this group. Yeah, since Tibby and Mickey were like inseparable all summer,、uh, you and Mallory became pretty good friends, and weirdly kept complimenting each other's bodies, like、Mm-mm. an obsessive amount. No, that doesn't sound right. But things kind of went off the rails really fast, <laughs> and there was a lot of stuff with the lake. We all started hallucinating and hurting each other. Everybody got fucked up real bad.、Um, Mallory saved twenty-eight people. So that's something. So yeah,、um, Mike Hunt is dead. Lexi's dead. I became good friends with Mike Hunt, and now he's dead. Our friend Cheese melted because, I, well, there's a drug going around Colac now.、Um, it seems like it gives people powers, but really, it it kind of just like ruins them from their core. So I have a job as a lifeguard. Uh, yeah, dude, you work as a lifeguard at the lake, so you should probably make sure you don't have any shifts coming up, or you will get fired.、Mm-hmm. Well, you remember Rachel Jules? Her dad owned a law office. We broke into it, and we found like a secret entrance to these tunnels. And oh,、uh, you were there. You saw the map, and you thought that was where all the hearts were—the hearts for Phobos. So we thought we were really onto something, but we ran into this woman who. Said she was mother. She was like Mallory's mom, and she was surrounded by all these like really fucked up beings that looked exactly like Mallory. Wait, is is Mallory's mom hot though? Mother, I mean, yeah, she might have been at some point, but Tibby really fucked up her face. Nice.、Uh, you and Mallory ran off, destroyed Phobos, and that's when we lost our powers, and we all ended up back at our houses.、Uh, so I lost my powers. But I destroyed Phobos. Cool. Oh right.、Uh, then we were hopping through time, and I got stuck in the 1940s, and you guys continued on on this big time journey that I wasn't there for.、Uh, I think you were experimented on, and you you went sterile, so you can't have kids anymore. Sorry. I bet I've had sex. That's weird. Because he was like sterile, right? So I bet he was out there just getting loads of action. I'm pretty sure you're still. You know what? Whatever. You've been through a lot. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Cool. You also met gods, and you met like a future version of me, which I'm really jealous. I didn't get to see myself. You met the god of truth in this like house of gods, and he had all these candles in front of him that signified like our lives, and you stole your candle. Because you noticed some of the others were out, and you thought because it would make me immortal if I did. And you left it in this place called No Place, which is where I'm told the future version of myself died.、Um, and you left it there so that you wouldn't ever have to die. How did I die if my candle was hidden? But then this guy named Sammy—I don't know who he is—he just showed up. But this guy named Sammy took your candle, and I think. Tethered his own life to it, and then he came to us and tried to use that as leverage. But Mickey, a the Mickey from your timeline, she、um, thought of you, thought of Sammy, and killed him. And because he was tethered to you, 
It killed you, and now you're in the other Billy's body. This is really confusing. <laughs> so Mallory's a clone. Laura's also a clone of Marcus, and... Well, most everyone is a clone, or as another version of themselves, except for me. This is a lot to take in, but it's really cool to know that I had friends, and that I did the right things, and that you guys liked me. Maybe, maybe I can be like that, too. begin again. 6 p.m. August 24th, Colock, Washington. Agent Sky Hawkins and Agent Felders park their car outside of the home of Mallory Jenkins. <sighs> Alright, Felders, just gonna give you a quick rundown. Um, Mickey is really awesome, super cool, love Mickey. Billy's dumb. Uh, Mallory Jenkins is a piece of shit, so just, like, keep that in mind, because everything he says is just stupid. Um, Very well. And Beth is really pretty, uh, and we're just gonna, I'm just gonna be really cool, okay? Just make sure, like, you make sure I look real cool. Maybe I should not talk. Maybe you should do all the talking. Maybe I'm thinking about this too much. It needs to be natural, you know? I want to make sure I make a good impression, but, and they show them that I've grown, and that I'm mature, and I'm not old sky, I'm new sky, so. <sighs> just knock on the door. Yeah, 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 I gotta go. You make your way up to the front of the house. As you walk up, you hear some movement inside. Can't necessarily see who or what, just movement. Okay. I'm gonna knock now. I knock. Who's inside this home? Uh, I'm, I'm inside the house. Well, Mallory Jenkins, you hear a knock at the door. A knock of someone that you surely saw walking up. Ah, <sighs> uh, so, uh, I, I think that, I, I think the FBI's here, so. Shit. Uh, okay, breathe. Remember what I we went breathe. over. Hey, you, got, you guys have I your story, right? Breathe. I actually we cannot We have the story, because, like, I wasn't there. <sighs> Mallory, <sighs> you wrote it on your hand. <sighs> Just refresh yourself. It's on my hand. It's on my hand. Don't uh, make it obvious. Uh, we don't read it like you're reading. Pretend yeah, like dude, you, pretend one of us is an FBI. Agent. We went. Can you we, do better than the your mayor? Shut again. up! You Guys. can hear people yelling inside. I'm, I got it. I got it. I, we I memorized it. I don't need to read it. I got it. Where's and Tibby? I walk up to the door, and I just like have my hand on the handle. I'm like, you got this. You got this. You got this. And I open the door. The door opens, and you see a shit-eating grin of Mallory Jenkins staring back at you, Agent Sky Hawkins. Mallory? Hi, Sky, Sky, how are you? Hi, and and you are, uh, I'm sir? Agent Felders. This is Agent Hawkins. If you wouldn't mind, we'd like to speak with you and anyone else who may be present within your abode. You mm. see everyone else just standing behind him looking through the door. Is that Sky? Hey. <gasps> Silly! Sky! Mickey! I want to run up to Mickey and Billy and give them a hug. My arms are just up. <laughs> Not touching yes! her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys! Wait, uh, it has been oh. 
Mallory, eat shit and die. Don't talk to me. Whoa. Guys, that's, that's not a, professional, first that's of all. a lot of real shitty wow. energy. <clears throat> are you? Who I'm are sorry. You? Wait. Um, hey. I'm Laura. Yeah. Sky, I just want to say that I'm, that it's, uh, it's really nice to see you, and you're very uh, welcome in my home. If is there anything, and if Wait, there's anything not, I can do for you. This is, this isn't how we left. I am very, con- did he, did something happen to Mallory? Did he hurt? Did, <coughs> is he okay? No, he's trying to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. You know, get some good karma. And, yeah. And, 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 and it is he- working. Hello to you. Good day. Hi, Sky. You're still being very weird. It's been a few months. I don't know why. I am a detective. FBI. A Did detective. F- you got a tie. Congrats. Thanks. It looks good. Thanks, Vicky. Agent Filders, you've never felt older than you feel in this moment right mm-hmm. now. This is... This is the closest I've had to an existential crisis. Welcome to my fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, so uh, who's the old guy? There's a weird Yikes. guy following you. Oh, hey, Mickey. This is... He said his name was Agent Phil. Yeah, he's, he's nice. Yeah. He was, and, and we were paying attention, sir. This, this is actually... This is my, my, my new partner for now. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, it, Agent Bucket died. What? Oh, oh no. That's messed Bucket? up. Who's that? Wait, how? Um. It, are you guys okay? Yeah. No. Well, how would we be sad. okay? You just told us Bucket died. Yeah. I know. It's really <clears throat> sad. He was like, he was like mentoring me and like just being kind of the dad I don't have right now. It's it's kind of crazy that he's gone. But I, I, I have some questions that I think you guys might be able to help us out with. I don't think that he died like the cops said. They, they said that his car veered off into the lake and he drowned and died, but we just visited the body and his his neck was broken. Um, Weird. Oh. Uh, there were heavy rains that day, so it's There not... wasn't any rains that day. Agent Filders, would you roll your brains for me, please? Difficulty mm-hmm. of seven. Seven. I will use my nerves of steel to acutely be paying attention to this scenario instead take it at 11. You pull your new partner aside and let her know that it was quite common knowledge with everyone else in town based on the radio announcement that Bucket had been found this morning. It's quite strange that they know nothing at all. For our initial discussions here, I find it very concerning that your friends seem to be acknowledging surprise at the announcement of Bucket's passing. I know. It's kind of weird. They would have already known. They would have heard it. And they would be way more sad. And I feel like they would care about the fact that I just lost Bucket. The rest of you see as the two agents kind of pull off to the side and start whispering to each other. I think something's up. I Let's just play it cool. I want to ask some more questions. Of course. Guys, this is already going really puzzly. Oh, um, he's yelling and he's sweating. Yeah. <coughs> Do you guys know where Tibby is, by chance? Uh, he's not here. He's taking a real big dump. Yep. He's been he's been sitting on the toilet for hours. It's, yeah. You hear a door open on the other side oh. through the living room. As you look to the side, you see Tibby Devon walk from around a corner, his shirt off. He's grown by about eight inches. Oh, my. A little buff now, but not... So much so, doughy. As he walks past, his very deep-set 
tired eyes looks towards you. Sky? And he walks past into the kitchen. You hear the refrigerator open, shuffling of some drinks. He pulls a Coca-Cola out, pops the cap, takes a drink. I'm going to go back to crying in the bathroom. Is everybody cool with that? Pooping in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. pooping and crying. Yeah, tippy. Actually, Tippy, I, I wanted to... Nah, fuck you, I'm out. As he oh. walks towards the bathroom. He's having a rough day. He's been taking it really hard. <clears throat> yeah. With all the, the with diarrhea. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in Bucket. He just needs he's a... Because really... Who's close to a him. bit of time. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. So, I'm just... I think I just need to get this straight. Did someone just mention that he was looking... Bucket hit him hard. I can you I don't think roll I said your that. brains for me? No one said that. No one said Agent that. Sky Hawkins. Uh, yes. Difficulty of six. I get a D twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. It's a four. You have sixteen tokens available. <laughs> 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 Would you like to use some? Yeah, I'll use a few. How many exactly? Wait, what was the roll? Six? Uh, four. You four was six. the roll. You needed a six. I'll use two. You hear Laura from the group mention something about Bucket hitting Tibby hard, but I thought they just said they didn't know about Bucket. Wait. That's so confusing for me to hear, because I have been through some really weird shit with you guys, and you would think... You would think you would tell me the fucking truth and not lie straight to my face. No. Because this is some bullshit. Mallory, don't talk again. I'm, I swear to God. We're telling you the truth. Ew, Sky, what the okay. heck? Why are you sweating like that? I'm not. It's hot. You're yelling. <laughs> Agent Felders really kind of steps up to flank the back of Agent Hawkins and says... I would also like to remind you that lying to a federal agent as part of a murder investigation of a federal agent is in itself against it's, the law. It's, okay, it's not. Uh, no, I'll take this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I listen. Sky, <laughs> we we knew how much we knew how important Bucket was to you because he was your partner and and no like, important to us, not important. And we to watched you, Terminator Two. I know he was and important to us. We watched Terminator Two, and we wanted we knew why you came and we wanted to hear it from you. Yeah, we wanted you to. We wanted to give you the <coughs> opportunity to tell us, as a FBI agent, it's what you've always wanted to to do, to be. And 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 I let and, and we were watching Terminator Two. Well, I want to grab Mallory Jenkins by his jacket and uh, push him up against the wall. Oh, I would like to roll stop. your fight for me, please. Okay, Mallory. Do you allow her to push you up to the wall? No, I'd like to try. You'd like to just stand her. and avoid, or or like move out of the way. Move out of the way. Roll your flight for me. Oh my god! <laughs> I rolled a seven. And you rolled a four. Okay, well, not all is lost for you, Sky, because you do have fourteen tokens. How many tokens do I have available? Six. <laughs> so it's up to you on whether or not you want to go back, forth, lose all those tokens, or just let her use hers to succeed. Uh, that's a wah. She can make the first move. <laughs> <laughs> How many tokens would you like to use? 
I'll use... Shit. I don't want to use any of my tokens. Forget it. So you go to grab Mallory Jenkins by the coat, but he quickly steps back out of the way with oh. his hands up. Why what? are you lying? I'm not lying! What? You're a federal agent! Why are you grabbing at me? Felders, what is going on? <coughs> this individual, Agent Bucket, of which who we found to have been murdered, and some clues seem to point to an individual that Agent Hawkins here has previously supposedly been responsible in eliminating. We have many questions, and Agent Hawkins seemed to have spoken very highly of her respected friends within the city of Kolok, and so we had come here to hopefully find some answers. If there are no answers to be found, and indeed you are hiding something, that also shall be noted in our report. We, we can answer any questions. We'll, we'll answer your questions. Thank you. Right, right, Mallory? I'm gonna, I'll answer all the questions. Ooh. Maybe you should go last so he has some time to relax. No, I yeah. Mallory, have a seat. He's sick just like Tibia's. Agent Felder's motions towards the recliner chair pointed at the old black and white TV in your living room. Do you sit? Yeah, I, I like... I'm like walking towards the chair and I like trip a little bit and I like correct myself and then I want to like sit down, like plop in the chair. So he sits. I take a nearby chair that's unoccupied and very loudly scrape it across the ground in the direction of Mallory to face. It's unsettling, especially because the carpet just shouldn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special that's, skill. <laughs> Indeed. That, that's my dad's, my da well, it was his carpet. This, you should be more careful in here. Just saying. <laughs> Tell him about your dad. I'm going to stand next to Mallory. Stop whispering to him. Laura yes. Bennett hovers over the shoulder of Mallory Jenkins. So, Agent Hawkins, if you could assist me. I sit down and just look directly into Mallory's eyes. You seem a bit... Uh, how do I put it? At ill ease. Do I, well that's, yeah, I have been a little sick lately. Yes, I have a fever, and that's why... I, Part of the... It's really hot, you know. Would you like us to change the temperature of your own home to make it more comfortable? Um, uh, sure, yeah. If, I mean, the thermostat's over the, there. Agent Hawkins, could you turn up the thermostat? Additional 10 degrees, please. Yeah, no problem. Oh, you're turning it up. Uh, no, I'm hot. It's cold? You turn it down. Turn it up a little bit? Mm -hmm. 20 degrees? 20 degrees. All right. No. Yeah. Heat it up. Would you like some water? I pull I'm a small flask out of my coat. You seem thirsty. Yes, I would love some water. Hmm. If you, oh, well, I have some here. Hmm, it's quite good. It's cool. I bet it's pretty cold. Yeah. Mallory Jenkins, roll your grit for me <laughs> against Agent Felder's brains. Natural Nine. 20. <gasps> Roll it again. 33. Jesus. <laughs> For some reason, Mallory Jenkins, you know the game he's playing, but you're just so goddamn hot that you think in this moment you might do anything to get that flask of cold ice water from him. I'm, thir I'm really thirsty, so I yes, I would like the water, please, if you could. Well, I'll do you a favor if you do me a favor. Uh-huh. 
Tell me why you're so nervous. What is it? What is it that's screaming to be spoken about that could alleviate all this weight on your shoulders? Now, before you answer, Agent Felders, roll your charm for me. Now, Mallory Jenkins, how would you like to confront this charm that's about to come out with towards you? Would you like to use your brains to move around it, or would you like to use your grit to overcome it? I'd like to use my grit. Then roll your grit against his charm. How many tokens do I have? Only four. Okay. Uh, Eleven. What did you get? I rolled a four. Can I assist him? How would you assist him? Let me know. You could, but sell me on it. Narratively. Uh, I would just chime in after uh, Felders and just be like, Yeah, Mallory, we just, you know, you're looking, despite how sweaty you are, like, like something has changed about you. You actually look really nice. This that's, is... That's nice of you to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a plus two to that because this is Mallory we're talking about and a woman is complimenting him. <laughs> <laughs> this creates an uncomfortable situation. Now, what in your fuck? assistance, you can help give tokens to your partner. You have 14 available. Uh, yes, I'd like to give enough to make it succeed. <clears throat> so... You feel this charm starting to come over you. Yeah. I, well, I've been I have been working out a little bit. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The windbreaker looks nice on you. The rest of you. I'm going to squeeze Mallory's shoulder just to like. No, that will not <coughs> keep his mouth shut. The I rest know. of you see that <clears throat> he's being charmed right now. Um. Why don't you guys stop ah. bullying Mallory and just ask your questions? You came here is to talk to your friends and aren't really treating him like one. Is there? Maybe Speaking of friends, Mickey, that's rich coming from you because you're lying to me. So maybe just let us finish complimenting Mallory because that is what we're doing. Now, Mallory. Yes? You're holding something and it's weighing on you. I've seen it time and time again. It eats people away. Um, Terminator 2. He scoots the chair just a couple inches forward, eyes still locked directly into yours, <laughs> as he like, takes a slow sip from his cold flask. I have my hands on my my legs, and I just want to like I'm I'm like like peek at my palm. I'm like, <laughs> and so I'm glad you said that, Agent Felders. Can you roll your brains for me? Mm-hmm. You are a good detective. Difficulty of twelve. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Natural twenty plus nine. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 30. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> you spot that this very nervous young boy is looking at something on his hand. The way his pupils dilate and move from the left to the right, he's reading. There's something written on the inside of his hand. As I take the water away from my lips, I kind of give it forward for him to reach for it, kind of leaning it towards that hand. Directly towards that right hand, and without thinking, Mallory Jenkins reveals his hand to (laughs) grab grab his wrist. (laughs) Oh, no! Reveal the palm. (laughs) Let him go. Mallory Jenkins, reveal right now in this moment what is written on your hand. Um, We we were visiting M at uh, Major Video, and and she's grounded, and so we wanted to hang out with her, and we watched Terminator 2, and and then me and Billy and Laura came back here, and she walked home. 
That's all written in the palm of this hand in small blue ink. I immediately look back at everybody else in the room who is watching. Interesting. Scripting somebody to hide the truth. That is a very serious offense in the presence no, of a federal officer. How many tokens Can do I, I have? Laura Bennett has six tokens available. I would love to use my rebellious ability. For those that who may be new watching, or for Agent Felder, do you hmm. mind sharing what that is? Uh, I can use three tokens to lie, or to ignore, or mislead an adult with zero consequences. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, please, what is the lie? Uh, I'm just going to clear my throat and say, he's nervous, and we knew that you were going to want to talk to him, because he's the owner of the house and the leader of our group, and nothing was amiss. He just, he gets so nervous around Skye because he's loved her for so long and we wanted to make sure he stays on task. Now, Agent Hawkins, how in the world could they possibly know that you were going to come talk to them and especially ask questions that could have anything to do with Bucket? How could they know that? How did you guys know I was coming? But you do believe that he's in love with you. Yeah, duh. Skye. How did, how did you guys Sky. know I was coming? Skye. You know what Mickey can do? No, we knew you were coming. I saw you were in town. That tracks. Sky, is it? Is there any way we can just talk to you? Yeah, you know how I feel about cops. I mean, I'm I love. Sh- cops. I'm sure you trust your partner and all, but like, we don't really trust him. We trust you. Do you? I'm still the same sky. You know, now that you bring that up, um, Mickey A, do you mind rolling your grit for me in this mm-hmm. instance? Uh, we're going to say, just tell me the result of this grit. It's not a difficulty check. Okay. It's more about your feeling. 13. It's a pretty strong feeling. You see, when she mentions that she's the same sky... You know what? You're right. She is the same sky. That's the same sky that left you in Universe A. Left you with everyone else to fend for yourself. And the others left you with Marcus as he slowly lost his mind. As Tibby died in your arms. As the world crumbled around you. So yeah, that sky. Yeah, that's her. The same one that you're now confronted with after all this time. It's a bit of a twisted perspective. Who you know, are you saying say... this to? To me? <laughs> <laughs> to the audience. <laughs> you say the same sky, but what made you so great in the first place? What makes you think that we can trust you now when you joined the FBI in the first place? We haven't seen you in so long. We don't know what you've been doing. You like to leave people, right? No. Don't you left everyone. I did what I had to do to protect my friends, to protect my family. And wouldn't it have made sense for me to go and... Oh, sorry. You should know, Sky. That's the other Mickey. Oh, wait, you don't know. What? That's another Mickey. That's not my Mickey. I'm the Mickey that you left in Prime A when you got pulled back in time 
in a world that was on fire. You guys stayed there? We kept going, and you left us. We don't have to tell her that. Well, he just told her! Terminator 2. Wait, Mickey, Mickey, I... We didn't know what was gonna happen. Uh, we yeah, all... you never bothered to check. How you was I cared. supposed to know? How could I have cared? How could I have gone back to check? How would I... That's not even in my realm of, uh, of, of abilities. Do you want to know what happened? Arrest her. She's a fraud. Tibby, She's Tibby. a shirt on. Tibby. Jesus. Nikki, She's fake. I, Tibby, you can't get drunk off of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, it, we all decided that I should go back. That, and what we thought was going to happen was that everything was going to reset and that it was going to be the same you guys. You, you think it's been easy coming all the way back to all these people that I, I haven't gone through all the, the hardships with? They don't remember fucking anything. I've been by myself. I didn't know. If I would have known that you were alive, or you guys were still... I, I would have stayed. I would have stayed. It wouldn't have been worth it. You no, feel it Tibby's arms wrap around you. And you can also feel his wet tears through your sleeve as he's just latched around your shoulders. I'm sorry, Sky. Why were you sorry when you didn't do anything, Tibby? I'm so tired. Why? I'm sorry. I think I have throw up on my chest. It's okay. I, I can't go to sleep. Uh, They'll come to get me. Who? The who Black Tibby? Rock. The Black Rock? I shoot a look at Felders. He puts his hands on your shoulders. You have to help me get Mickey back. You, what do you mean? She's right there. That's not Mickey. That's the Mickey you left behind. She's bad. She's evil. I know it. You have to help me get the other Mickey back. You're in the FBI. You can do that, right? You can get people back. You, we have to go to the Black Rock. Where's the Black Rock? Where's the Black Rock? Where's the Black Rock? Where's the Black Rock? right now I came here because but you you're fine right you still have your powers so you can help yeah you guys still have your powers so you can help we need to bring bucket back they have his body so there's still time there he just falls on the floor cross-legged looking up at you Tibby, I know how hard it was for you to bring me back and what it did to you I swear to God I'll do whatever it takes I would I can't I can't. Wait, what? You he doesn't you, have his you powers. I can't help. Only Mickey and I have our powers. We all lost them for a while. He's dead. He's not coming back. He's no. gone. Tibby, can I sidebar with the rest of the radar? Wait. You may, as Tibby balls on the floor in front. Of Sky Hawkins. While they're distracted by his crying, I like slowly get up and join them. <laughs> Did I say that Agent Felders was distracted? No. <laughs> He's not. sitting right in front of you. Yes. Agent Felders, are you still locked eyes with the young boy? I'm locked on, mainly just to hold position, but my focus and awareness is on everybody else in the room at this moment. 
Okay. It might be a little hard for you to just get up. Then I'd like to just see if I can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you pull the group away, Mickey, do you get up from your chair to follow? Yes, I think my cover is blown already, so I'm going to get up and walk over. Much to your surprise, you watch as Mickey walks to the other side of the room. You can... But I will allow a little bit of conversation to happen before she reacts that, as you did request a quick sidebar. Why the fuck don't we just tell them? Time and time again, we don't communicate with people, and this shit bites us in the ass. This guy's our friend. She helped you guys. I mean, she left you in the other universe, but she's been beneficial from what I can tell. Okay, I'm all for honesty, but you know that's just going to lead straight to Ven, right? Yeah, I fucking well, know that. Well, maybe it should. And we'll have yeah, to Yeah, I really don't care. I'm just doing this for you guys. I don't know what happened. Bucket was already dead where I'm from. So, I'm just following your lead. Also, when were you going to tell me Terminator 2 came out? Oh, it came out last month. Yeah. You hear the murmur from the corner of the room, Hawkins, as you watch Mickey walk over as Tibby kind of looks with his eyes at her and back at you. It's not her. It's not Mickey. You have to help me. We have to get her out of the Black Rock. She's in the Black Rock. She's in the Black Rock! Mickey, you can walk now? I'm not the same Mickey that you knew before. A lot's happened. Like Terminator know. 2 coming out. Mallory just dropped we it. Okay. I didn't sc- we're dropping it? Yeah, we're dropping it. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> you weren't doing a good job, Mallory. No, I... Shh. What? Mallory, you I were was, sweating. I was bucket. questioned by an FBI <laughs> agent, and I did not break one time. You can't save Bucket. He's already dead. They killed him, but you can save Mickey. You, you have to- stop saying that. Just stop. Please just stop. Just stop saying that. You know, for the record, I don't want to be here anymore. Just as much as you don't want me here. There's a crazy woman, and, and she broke his neck with her mind. That's what happened. I want you here, Mickey. Wait, what the fuck did you just say? I said there's a crazy woman, and she broke Bucket's neck with her mind. You can say her name. It's fine. They. Did we decide on her name? Oh, you weren't there. Clarity. Clarity. Clar- Clarity. Hmm. The plot is this, I think. Does that name mean anything to you? Interestingly enough, it does. Beyond Sky's apparent history with clarity, it seems that the the vehicle that was supposedly found in the lake drowning bucket had the phrase clarity lives carved across the top of it. Yeah. I killed clarity. There's more than one. It was one one of her clones. What is your clone doing here? You can ask him. Um, I brought her here, Sky. Why would you do that? I got trapped in the 40s. Um, That's kind of my fault. Clarity Prime found me there. And she questioned me for many months because I was all alone. And Clarity Seven, the one that killed Bucket saved me in a way and made me felt less alone and 
when we had a chance to come back to the present, she decided to come with us, and I thought she was different. And it is my fault that Bucket died. It's not your fault. Sky. I'm sorry, but we've had some hard times when we trust people. It's okay. I understand. I... I just... Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to understand. Um... So... So this... This clarity that... That is your friend. She's... She's good. So... But why would she kill Bucket if she was good? If she saved you, then she must be good. Then what... I thought she was, but... She's just a clarity. I don't know what that means. Can I get some water? You hear a voice from the kitchen. It means apparently I'm no good. As she steps forward from the back. What the fuck? How long have you been here? Did you know she was here? No, she. you were I supposed to... I knew you to couldn't be trusted. Why would you kill Bucket? I would like to start by saying that it has now since come to my attention according to those that I'd, apparently I should not trust that not everyone aligned with Harmonia is evil. So I'm told. I make no excuses for my actions. Nor will I ever. I acted in the way I should have acted given the information that was presented to me at the time. What information? That he was an agent of Harmonia. The people I'm at war with. And that he was not to be trusted. And that he put who I thought were my friends in danger. I take full responsibility for what happened. For doing what was right. You just killed him. You didn't even, you didn't even ask him. You didn't even get to know him. You just... <laughs> and then you guys threw his body in a lake. Like it was trash. Like it was fucking nothing. You're not supposed to be here. You don't belong here. I don't. While Sky's yelling, I'm going to whisper uh, to Agent Felders. She's extremely dangerous. How many tokens do I have? Mickey Jones has eight tokens available. I was just checking. <laughs> How many tokens do I have? To Ven. Clary. Yeah. See, we know we're going to ask before. Bucket I'll let it. you know if you're making an action. If you would just like to know, you use, can fuck right I'm off. I'm going to use my own assuming to, while all of this is happening, to sneak out into the driveway. Billy Baker takes this tense moment as an opportunity to sneak into the driveway. I get that you came from a different time and, and shit was fucked up. And you're not supposed to be here, so maybe you don't understand things the way they are. But you just can't go killing people. You can't go killing people because they matter. <laughs> they're special and they're important to someone. And when you kill them, you take, you take that away from someone who may need it. 
You took that away from me. She Everyone I care about slowly. kills me. She walks up to you slowly. She leans down from her tall frame to look you in the eyes. Do you know how many you've killed? How many people that had families? Brothers, sisters, mothers, lovers, how many? What are you talking about? You know all about your friends, right? The great diviner, the destroyer of universes. Mickey Jones. You know what they can do. You know that it always comes at a cost. Were you too fucking stupid to ask what cost you pay every time you reach deep within yourself to pull some random ass out of your hat? Ben. It doesn't come at the cost of my friends. I'm sorry, Impact. I want to use my powers. I have my hand on my gun, by the way. It's okay. still holstered, but I just have it at the ready. <laughs> yep. I'm standing right next to Sky and Vin. Well, as this action has now moved forward, draw that top card. And what happens, Sky Hawkins? Uh, teleportation, the ability to disappear from one location and reappear in another. The destination must be safe and empty. Can I... Safe and empty. So I'm going to ask you a question right now, Sky Hawkins. First thing that comes to Sky Hawkins' mind, on an impulse, what's safe and empty? Shit. Because that's where you're going. My parents' house. My bedroom. Within a moment, a blink, a flash, all you see is Ven Clarity Seven standing, hovering over Agent Hawkins. And as she aggresses and pushes, Agent Hawkins disappears. Now to the rest of the group. What do you do? What the fuck, Clarity? What, what did you do? She's playing a trick. She's here somewhere. I can feel it. What do you mean she's playing a trick? You just did that. She's in the room. I, I know it. What have what you are done you to do? my partner? No, she's not here. No, it's you. I feel you. You're like her, another one of them. But not even a fraction is powerful. A fraction. As her hand extends, and you find yourself pinned against the wall, floating. I'd like to use my power. Uh, I'd also like to use my power. <laughs> I'd like to be rebellious. <laughs> I want to be annoying. Mickey Jones, <laughs> what is it that you're trying to do? I would like to use my broker ability to transport her ego into... No place? Into no place, huh? But see, no place is not a place. No place does not exist. No place is not something or some place that you can reach into, that you can take to. And by happenstance, you only know of its existence. No place is no place at all. But you do reach out. 
And I ask you again, Mickey Jones. Have you figured out what the cost is? Nope. For your lack of connection to the multiverse. This power that you have within you, you used to take. You murderous children just used to take. As you take one ego out of someone, ripping it away from somewhere else. Just take, take, take. But that's gone now. That connection to this place, as you are fully aware, that feeling you have. So the exchange, the place that you have to take from, where is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> so, just taking out yourself from that equation, one, two, three, four, five, six, roll a d6 for me. Four. One, two, three, four. Now, Sky Hawkins has landed into a safe place as she finds herself in the warmth of her home. And as you reach out to Clarity, I want you to roll a d6 right now. You said I cannot do it. (laughs) I have enough tokens. (laughs) What'd you roll? A two. Okay. As you reach out to Clarity, for a moment, a moment, a brief one. There's a confusion, a pull, as things shift and turn within this search for that ego. There's ten of them, and they're spread out across the world. As it bounces, you recognize something else. They're on to you. They can sense you. And as you move as quickly as you possibly can, you find the one, the one in this home, the place just closest to you, and you reach out, and you go to grab, and you do pull, but as you tug, it pulls away. This surprises you. You didn't know they could do that. But what you do watch, as her left arm disappear, as you fall to the ground in front of her, and as she hits the ground, unbeknownst to you, in a location safe and familiar, your right arm disappears and a gaping wound bleeds out on the floor in front of you. As her left arm leaves from her body, she quickly goes to take up her right and turn it into your general direction. I believe you said you would like to use your power. Absolutely. I would like to spend as many tokens as I need to (laughs) to open up a portal underneath Clarity so she cannot dodge this and she falls into the portal and goes forward in time. Take whatever you want, Zach. (laughs) Roll a d20. Three. Known only to you. Only to you. As this portal opens. And her body quickly goes to fall through. You see her. And she sees you. You lock eyes. You know in this moment she let it happen. And you and only you know that you just sent her 30 years into the future in this exact same spot. Do I have any tokens left? You do not. As the portal closes, 
the rest of you are left in this room. As Agent Felders catches his breath. (sighs) Unaware of where his partner might be. Agent Hawkins, I need you to roll whatever die you want and call high or low. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you like? Use Matt's D20. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, should I use a D20? Someone help me. D4. D4? <laughs> you have more numbers to go through. Call high or low? Low. Two. As your arm disappears from your body and you quickly start to bleed out, you remember your training. You focus through the pain. You quickly run through the house. Luckily, it's your home. You know exactly what you're looking for and where to find it. And you stop the bleeding as soon as you possibly can. You call an ambulance. You make yourself sit out on the front porch and you wait as you feel yourself drifting from blood loss. You wait. But I can assure you, because of your successful action, you'll survive. Agent Felders. Hmm. You have no idea where your partner is. But you now do know that these kids knew a lot more than they were letting on. And in this moment, they surely do look like children who are scared, frightened, and in over their heads. But it's also very clear to you that there's a lot Bucket did not share with the department. A lot of secrets in this town that Bucket somehow felt the need to keep secret, much like yourself. Hmm. So I ask, what do you do? I'm standing up and kind of straightening my jacket. Visibly controlled as training allows me to be, but eyes wild with worry of the absence of my partner, of who is my responsibility, and the events that just transpired in this room. Strange, even than most of the things I've encountered. I look around at the rest of the children in this room. You do well to recognize who is trying to help you here. I can see that you are tangling with things that are frightening, that you don't understand. And to an extent, neither do we. That's the whole reason we came here. You need to be careful with these gifts that you have. Does anyone have any idea where my partner is? Uh, no, I'm no. sorry. There's one sorry. person who could know. How many tokens do I have? Mickey Jones, you have five tokens available. I would like to And use what you would also know is exactly what condition she's in because you feel it. You feel every bit of what you take. I'd like to use three to find where Sky Hawkins is. 
you see that somehow she was teleported to her old home, a home where the people who live there have no memory of who she is. And you know the pain that she's in. Um, she's home. She's at her home. Where is this home? <laughs> where is her home? It's not that far. Okay. Down the road, a couple blocks. It's down the road. We can, we can walk there. All right. Where is this clarity? You're not going to find her. Not for a long time. I see the look in her eyes and... Well, I don't fully understand, I believe what she's saying. Well. Agent Felders, roll your brains for me. Difficulty of ten. Sorry. Oh, ten exactly. In this situation, you find that it's best to get a map. Some drawn directions as continuing with your work in any way, shape, or form with these kids might be dangerous mm -hmm. for them and for you until you know more. So you ask that the young one who told you where she lives draw you a quick map. And you exit this building and head out towards your car. Now as you head out towards this vehicle, Agent Felders, there are two things you're unaware of. Only one that you become aware of. One thing that you are unaware of is apparently Billy Baker hiding in a bush <coughs> as he had snuck out during the commotion. As he sees you walking out the door, he quickly hides. The thing you were unaware of at first but then become aware of is this person climbing around the back of the Buick who seems to also be hurt and in pain. This person seems to be wearing a uniform of some sort. As you get closer, you recognize this uniform of that of an ambulance driver, some sort of EMT. They're sick. Something's wrong. There's something wrong with their skin as they look up towards you, pleading with what little bit of eyes they have left, it appears that their face is in fact melting. I go for my gun. Help me. Please help. I need, I need help. Someone hurt me. How did you get here? What's going on? Someone hurt me. Who? Please. As his hand shakes, reaching out for yours. Help. I've been doing this a long time. Do I sense anything dubious with this reach? <laughs> Roll your brains. <laughs> Difficulty of 18. Do I have any tokens? You have nine. I'm going to use eight of them to make it an 18. <laughs> As this reach comes out towards you, there's a moment that you feel something. Your connection to Harmonia, the voices of the dead, their feelings, 
Whoever this is is dead already. And they're scared. And they're also very much alone. And whoever's inside there, well, you can't sense at all. As you go to reach for your gun, Agent, that is where we'll end tonight's episode of Colock 1991. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Colock 1991. I cannot thank you enough for choosing to spend your valuable time in this chop shop Pontiac Trans Am limousine with us. Let us know you enjoy the show on social media with hashtag Colock1991. That's K-O-L-L-O-K 1991. Until next time, passengers. <laughs>